in three, two, one. Hey, everyone. What the hey, fuck hey, 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 hey. My name is Kyle K.A. Keezy. If you want to call me that, feel free. And this is my main man, N.J.K.A. William Birkin. William fucking Birkin. You dig? Oh, the sound effect ready. But how you doing, man? You good. William Birkin, if you don't know, is the scientist in Resident Evil 2. Oh, you're still on that, huh? Yeah, and I'm going to do it again next week, I'm sure. Yeah? Um, it's Resident Evil time right Ooh, now. it comes bro. out in what? Three days? Three days, yeah. Ooh, shit. Yeah, I'm with it. What are you going to do? Did I'm you... going to play Resident Evil 2. Do you have the day scheduled off? <laughs> No, I actually, uh, I actually asked some people like, anybody want to work Friday? <laughs> yeah, you like, should. You, you guys take the shift. I would request days off. Like, I'll just like hang when, out this day. When the Destiny expansions came out. Well, I don't have my kids either. So like, there's extra incentive for me to be like, yeah, I'm just going to lock myself in the room. Do it, man. But I'll probably have my kids anyway. My baby's mom's probably work and I'll probably get them anyway. <laughs> I did it when the Destiny expansions came out. I, I did it when. There's nothing uh, wrong with that. I remember when Grand Theft Auto 4 came out. I like, we didn't clash. Oh yeah, let's clash. When Grand Theft Auto 4 came out. Um, I was in college and I like went to my first class and I was just so excited for Grand Theft Auto 4 and I was like fuck this and I just went home well, nice. like I didn't go to the rest of my classes <laughs> I was it. not a great college student yeah oh fuck it bro what you know what can you do yeah that's the way it goes fuck it so what's been happening anything uh, cool happening in your life anything neat Fun? Uh, Did you meet anyone cool? Do anything neat or play anything different or listen to cool new music? Or I played more Resident Evil Seven on my streams. Oh yeah, I did, like some DLC. I haven't been watching them. I'll be honest. It's I will. Right. I will check them out though. Um, um, what have you been doing on there? Like, what's what's the well, new? There's, there's so much DLC for that game, and so you're just doing like some casual just let's plays of it at this point. Basically, I've okay. been playing like on easy the whole time because. I wanted to get through it. Like, yeah. I wanted to show the whole body of what it is. So I'm playing it on easy to make sure I can get it done timely enough. Okay. So hold um, on. Wait, let's stop for a second. You did the four-part series, which was just the game front to back, like a right. speed run kind of, right? It wasn't a speed run. It was just a... I went out of my way to do things that okay. would take me longer, but for the sake of showing the game. Okay. Like, there are, like, in Resident Evil 7, there's these four VHS tapes you find. Mm-hmm. You only have to play one to actually complete the game. There's one that you have to play. Okay. The other three are all optional. Okay. I mean, they're probably not optional the first time you play because, like, you have to use them to learn things in yeah. order to solve puzzles later. But if you know how to solve the puzzles, you can skip them entirely. Okay. Uh, but I made it a point to play them so that, like, when you go to watch it, you've never played that game, you can see a lot of the cool stuff about that game. Okay. So you really so I like did a, not speed run it. No. It's really like a, just a true to life let's play of the game front to back. Right. But um, I've been playing on easy for the sake of making sure that I can, like, it took me four hours to beat that game. I can beat yeah. it in a lot less than four hours, but I didn't want it to take six hours because I wanted to be able to get it done in one sitting. Gotcha. Um, and so, like, with the DLC, I've been doing the same thing. I've been playing it all on, like, the easiest difficulty for the sake of showing it all. Just kind of trying it out and, like, making a video right. out of it. Um, just putting it on wax. Like, right. here's me playing this. I don't feel the need to, like, prove how good I am at that game, first of all, because it's a single-player game, so I don't feel the need to prove how good I am at it. And second of all, I beat that shit on Madhouse. I fucking beat that shit in almost under two hours. Like, I obviously know how to play that game. You're I far from casual. Right, I don't feel the need to prove myself to anybody. Yeah, I got you. So um, the new, so Resident Evil Two is coming out Friday, and you've been a, you've been hyping yourself up like for a week straight, just playing nothing but Resident Evil and shit, right? Well, I mean, there, I I chose Resident Evil Seven as like my first game to stream, okay, because I knew it so well, yeah, and because Resident Evil Two was coming up, okay. Um, and the reason I'm just still playing is because there's just a ton of DLC, and I'm just trying to get content, and I figure I should do it all now yeah. as opposed to later. Um, I haven't played the DLC for that in such a long time that I forgot about a lot of it. Oh, cool. 
There's well, a, it's deep. It was fun then. Like all the DLC almost like doubles the maybe even more than doubles the actual game. Really? Yeah, like there's God, two man. there's two sets of DLC that are like traditional expansion campaigns. There's one called End of Zoe and one called Not a Hero. Mm-hmm. And those are like short, like they take like an hour each to complete. Yeah. But when you can complete the game in 2 hours like that's almost like another game in itself. Yeah, that's true. Um, but so those are each like separate little things that tie up loose ends from the story. And then there's another mode called Ethan Must Die, which is a super hard mode where you have to like sneak through the house and there's all these traps set up everywhere and everything's super difficult and you have to like figure out how to play it. Okay. Oh, that's like uh, the Saw one. No. You, oh, okay. You said you, I remember I mean, the whole game is kind of the whole game is all these. like the game is all very saw themed and very Texas Chainsaw Massacre-ish. Okay. Like both of those movies are very highly influential in this game. Gotcha. Um, so there's those two. Or there's that. Then there's another mode called Jack's 55th Birthday, which is like a comedic version of this. Like there's this character Mia in the game. And you're going to like save your girlfriend Mia. Yeah. Um, she's been trapped at this house for a long time. And so this is supposed to show you like what Mia's been doing, but it's like supposed to be funny. Okay. So like the father of the family, his name's Jack. And there's this whole mode called Jack's 55th birthday where he's sitting at... He normally, he's like a boss and he's scary and stuff. Okay. And this, he's wearing like a clown nose and he's sitting at a table demanding you feed him and you have to run around the house <laughs> and collect items of food and like feed him and your timer goes up and shit. It's kind of like arcadey. It's fun. Okay. okay. That's kind of uh, wacky for a Resident Evil Yeah, game, it's right? real wacky. I mean, Re- Resident Evil traditionally does wacky stuff. Yeah. Like in the original Resident Evil 2, there's a whole mode called The Fourth Survivor where you play as Hunk, who's a... Uh, like an umbrella agent hmm. and he's you got to get from one section of the police station to the other as fast as you can okay and then after you like complete the game a certain way you unlock tofu yeah i've heard of that which is the same thing except for you're a block of tofu mm. with a knife and you do the same thing <laughs> yeah so like they do wacky okay. stuff um there's an- another game mode called um nightmare where your plan is one of the characters from the demo Okay. His name's Clancy. He's from the Sewer Gators crew. It's filming the horror show or whatever. He's trapped in the house. And so you uh, play this mode where you're there's like all these different sections of the band footage um, DLC where they're like different VHS tapes. Okay. Um, it's supposed to show like different things that happen to all these different characters in the story. So there's a few where you play as a different Sewer, sewer Gators crew and it shows what happened to them after they were caught and everything. Um, one of them's Clancy in the basement of the house. And you just fight waves of enemies for like game time of five hours, like over the course of a night to escape in the morning. And so there's like waves of enemies and you have to like collect scrap to buy weapons and stuff. And that is super fun. That's my favorite of all the DLC. Okay. It's like super addictive. It's very akin to like mercenaries and other Resident Evil games. Um, there's another one called 21 where you're one of those guys and you're playing blackjack except for you're betting like fingers in a machine and when you lose it cuts your fingers off mm. and then there's like a taser and all kinds of stuff. So your goal, what you're boiling this down to is your goal is to try to like just have a video of you playing pretty much each one of these experiences at least. That's once. how it started except for there's two DLCs. There's one called Bedroom and there's one called Daughters. Okay. I know there's like a ton of fucking DLC. Yeah. There's a ton of fucking DLC for this game. Um Bedroom and daughters are like bedrooms, like a saw trap, like an escape the room kind of puzzle. Yeah. Um. Once you kind of know how to do it, you just kind of do it. So I don't know that that'll be that fun to watch me play. Mm. So I'm probably not going to do it. If okay. you saw somebody play for the first time, it would probably be entertaining. But like, I already know how to do it and I don't know how to 
spice that up and just show me solving the puzzle is all it would be. I feel you. Um, and then there's another one that's called Daughters, and it's the sister in the family that's all possessed. She's like helping you in the main game, and it's showing like what she did when her family all got possessed initially. Okay. But you're just kind of sneaking around, hiding from people and stuff, and it's like, it's cool, but like it's almost like the escape the room thing where it's like once you know where to go and how to solve the puzzles, it's not really that entertaining. You're just solving the like you're just going through a sequence of steps. All right. So like I'm probably not going to do those. Okay. Um. Well, what's your next? What's the next thing you're going to be tackling then on your Twitch? Well, what are you definitely you, you Resident Evil Two? Okay. Oh, uh, you're gonna are you gonna stream yourself playing that for the for the first time? Cool, that'll be fun. I'm excited for it. I'm looking forward to to that because well, it, uh, with your as, with your excitement, I think it'll be a fun video to watch. You know, like watching a super fan of the series who's also really good at the game. I feel like my commentary will be better too when it's my first time yeah. playing it and it's something I care so deeply about. And I'll be able to describe all these comparisons and things. Yeah, um, that that sounds like it'll actually be like. I mean, don't get me wrong, your Resident Evil Seven streams for somebody who cares about Resident Evil will be fun to watch. I'll watch them eventually because I'll never play the game and i'd rather watch you play it than somebody else to be quite honest I dig it. But, yeah. uh, um but yeah i'll definitely 100 watch your resident evil 2 stream well after playing resident evil 7 i'm really hoping they have all kinds of awesome dlc for resident evil 2 the same way yeah that would be because sweet. it's just so good in resident evil 7 there's just so many fun different things going on i'm sure they'll do something man this is the biggest resident evil release since 7 right i mean this is like a, a full-fledged like this, no, this is what is they've huge. been spending their time on this right? is huge or, I think it's going to be bigger than seven. Do you think they've also been working on eight on the side, or they've been concentrating? They've already solely said they've, ar- they've already said that they've started eight. Okay, but I would imagine they probably haven't gone to full blown production. Yeah, they've been putting their resources towards. That's it. cool, man. But I don't know. Um, I'm looking forward to it. I expect this to be bigger than Resident Evil Seven, which was huge. Yeah, um, I seen the demo had like I mean like Guinness record like people are gassed about it too like people are talking about it everybody that's played it has like these glowing reviews of it like it it should be huge hell yeah Um, bro they did say that like the four survivor and the tofu survivor yeah Capcom confirmed those are going to be in the new game sweet so like that's That's awesome awesome. yeah Yeah, that's awesome I'm glad they're going to keep that shit in there Um, I hope that they have something similar to like mercenaries or like nightmare and resident evil 7 this video this this video this game is Seems like 100% fan service, and I'm sure they know what their fans are wanting, and I'm sure they won't like fuck it up. I don't see a way that this could be perceived as anything other than fan service. Yeah. Because that's <laughs> that's all it is. There's yeah. nothing else there. It's just that, but uh, <laughs> which I love. Yeah. Obviously, like, thank you so much, Capcom. <laughs> um, after, if, if this one is as good as I think it's going to be, We'll call it even on Resident Evil 6. <laughs> um, uh, okay. you'll, you'll, you'll make amends there, and we'll be back to square one. Well, hopefully Resident Evil 8 will be even better, man. I, I hope they continue b- delivering like a quality product for eternity, honestly. I'm really excited about that. Yeah. Uh, especially because I love Resident Evil 7 so much. But Do you think Resident Evil 7 is the second best one? Might be. Yeah. It might be. I, mean, I like I, it that much, but like I also, it. I really like 3. I've heard you talk so highly about I it. I really like the original remake. I really like Code Veronica. I never hear 4 talked about that often. Is that one 4 is good? far and away the most popular in the series. Really? Like, easily. I like, mean, I've never heard you talk about it very much. Well, it's one of my least favorite, but it's easily one of the most popular in the series. And it's my least favorite because... Well, not my single least favorite, but one of my least favorite because it's such a bad Resident Evil game. Yeah, we've talked about it's that It's a before. great game, and yeah. that's why it's talked about so much. Is that also co-op? No. Okay. Five is the co-op one. Yeah. We still need to play that. Yeah, that's one that I want to stream the whole way through. I really love Five. We'll, so we'll play it together and stream it? Yeah, for sure. Um, my iPad cord. But like... <sighs> 
four is far and away talked about the most. Everybody thinks I'm crazy for thinking that's one of the worst. Yeah. And it's not because I think it's a bad game. It's because it's a bad Resident yeah. Evil game. As a fan of the series, it didn't please you what, or didn't br- deliver really what you were looking for. But it's still It didn't a fun deliver game. anything that I was looking for. But it's still a fun game. Great fucking game. I think they were, I mean, obviously they were experimenting with a new engine and that was probably like ste- like take one. And it seems like they perfected it with Well, they've, pro- they've said that Resident Evil 4 is one of the most influential games in video game history because it was like the first one to do the like third person over the shoulder yeah like gears of war wouldn't exist without okay. fucking resident Evil. like all kinds of games i didn't know like that. that i never i never knew uh, that it like, like revolutionized that and five is fun with the friends Scott i think says. five the story is so much better as a resident evil game it's definitely less scary than four which yeah. i'm not a fan of but i think the story works so much better that i really like it mm. um okay and it's fun it's equally as fun Man, we could drone on and on about Resident Evil let's, all fucking day. Let's. <laughs> well, I mean, we could keep talking about if you have more to say, but, um, you know, we can get into some other topics. Um, I don't. Uh, uh, well, before we go on, I will I will say, because you were asking me how excited I am for Resident Evil 8. Yeah. I'm very excited for Resident Evil 8, but there's one more thing that I want more than I want Resident Evil 8. Hold on, wait. Now that I'm getting Resident Evil Two, I want Resident Evil Three remake. <laughs> I really yeah, want. I'm sure, Resident they Evil. will. Resident Evil Three remake, like or Resident Evil Three, is very, very much so Resident Evil Two Part Two. I like think, it takes place in a lot of the same yeah. locations. It uses the same resources. It's very much the same. I think that's the next logical step. I mean, especially if Resident Evil Two sells right, you know, as much as we are anticipating it will. Well, I've read that, reports that they've they're w- definitely going to going to do it. I've read reports they've started that too. Oh, dope! But that's not been confirmed, but that's, that's the, just reports. That's the only other thing that could be, you think you said you would be as excited or that's a, a close second uh, for excitement. Oh no. I mean, that's just more, exciting I would be, than I would be extremely excited, but what I said would be the sec, the close second would be Ocarina of time remade. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Which they're not going to do. Yeah. No. So I should <laughs> settle for resident evil three being remade. Really? Nintendo never really does fan service shit. The only uh, one exception would be like, I guess Smash Bros. Like them putting in every character ever in Smash Bros. Fan, Nintendo is terrible about fan service because Nintendo is much like Apple. They think they know better than it's their always fans. Nintendo knows best. Yeah, doesn't matter what the fans are asking for. <laughs> We're gonna yeah. give you Captain Toad, and yeah. maybe Captain Toad is great. I'm not hating on Captain Toad, but like nobody asked for that, bro. <laughs> I know you're right. Nobody asked for that. Nobody's yeah. asking for more Kirby, bro. Nobody cares. That's true, and that's okay. That's what you want to do, and I'm all for like artistic integrity. If that's what you want to go for it, like, but. Give the fans what they want. If if people really want Ocarina of Time remade, fucking do that. That's yeah. what the people want. I'm not alone in that. No, I, I'm I'm with you, bro. I mean, I think don't get me wrong. I think most of the time they do know what's best. You know, because they do release shit like Breath of the Wild, which is you know was wildly out of their comfort zone. I'm sure, yeah. but it did it. I mean, they fucking did what they. I'm sure intended to. No, don't get me wrong. I'm sure they weren't going for like Breath of the Wild is, is such the, an outlier for Nintendo, though. I know. I'm. I'm. My point is, I'm sure they they weren't going for like this is going to be the next best Zelda game next to Ocarina of Time. It wasn't anything like that. But I'm sure they, in their mind, it was more just let's release literally the best game we could possibly make right now with Zelda in it. Or let's with see, let's see, like it, this is know. the issue I have with with Breath of the Wild comparisons like that. Is first of all, that's an outlier. That is not representative of Nintendo at all. Because well, Super Mario Odyssey. Then we'll get there. Hold on. With Breath of the Wild, Nintendo developed like a fucking formula, bro. Yeah. With specifically with Zelda, where like. 
after Ocarina of Time, they kind of just every game had its new little like twist twist yes, that was like right. it was always kind of hokey you're right like okay this one you're gonna have a boat and in this one you're gonna be a wolf and in this one we got motion controls now mm-hmm. and then you know what I'm saying that's how it you're was right. so the Breath of the Wild thing really broke away from that and to that I applaud them yeah but it's an outlier it's not the example that's not the rule I got you that's a, that's also, a good point the one thing that they did in Breath of the Wild they did a few things in Breath of the Wild that really took away from it could have been a better game. One of them was they had the the dungeons were the machines. Yeah. They should have had traditional dungeons. That know. game with traditional dungeons would have been better. I don't know. I feel like we've talked about this shit before, so I don't want to rehash it too much. But I, I personally don't have a problem with how they did it. I think it was a unique, probably easy for them way to implement 100 or 120 of those however many they needed to put in there so the for, shrines is that what you're yeah. talking about i wasn't talking about that oh, i was talking about the dungeons oh, were the, i apologize the, the four beasts. dungeons got it yeah those were that would have been better as regular dungeons i i do agree with you there i think they could have done something a little more tradi- more traditional for those at least i don't think every game needs to have a water temple fire temple forest temple i don't think that but i don't either that game specifically would have been better with them yeah fair yeah Okay. I think they kind of, I mean, each one is kind of themed. Like the bird one is like, uh, it's in the fucking clouds and it's cold. You know, the go- I, the Goron ones and the fire. I and all that, but I, I think you lose the allure of like the wonder of like stumbling upon the forest temple and you have the temple and you go inside and you're exploring. Uh, the temple. Okay. Like, that is magical. I got gotcha. you. In Ocarina of Time. Yeah, that's true. That's not there with the beasts. Yeah. The beasts are hokey. The, it's kind of kitschy. You're right. I think... Um, I think you are right as far as the dungeons go. That is a good point. I think they brought that same sense of wonder and awe with other parts of that game, though. Like the- I think the shrines, which they obviously spent all their like all the resources that they would have applied to creating dungeons, right. they spent that on the shrines. But what about the like, puzzles in there? And that was awesome. What about and the first great. time you go in like the Kokiri forest and see the master sword and shit like that moment was amazing. The first time you fucking get off of that original like island, you know, I think that's amazing. The first time you get to the top of one of those towers, like and look around at the whole world. Absolutely. Like, those moments, I think eclipse Absolutely. like. You, what you may have got from entering the temple, but I do understand your gripe that that's just, you're just trying to find something to dislike about No, I'm the not game. trying to find something to dislike. That's something that was very prevalent to me. I didn't have okay. to look for that. That bothered me. Well, I know that, you, I know I that you're a fan Ocarina, of the game. I don't want Ocarina of Time remade every generation. I think we've reached a point in gaming where we've kind of... <laughs> we're getting diminishing returns now. Yeah. Um, like, if you remade that now, that could stand the test of time for the next 20 years at this point. Yeah. Like graphics and things like that are only going so far like we're at a point now where you could have a really definitive ocarina of time i i agree i mean if they just keep that unreal project going maybe they'll finish that I shit want we'll, that. we'll get what we want i watched man. some more of that bro yeah, <laughs> yeah. he had the whole four he you didn't download whole, it yet no i you didn't download I watched, that and stream that i watched it he had the whole uh stream it the deku tree well i don't know if you can download the playable part i think he's just him showing I think you can the download the playable part i think there's little pieces that are playable but like he had the whole mm-hmm. deku tree where he played it I don't think I can download the whole deck mm. tree, but it was okay. cool. I watched it. It was tight. All right. It sounds tight. Yeah. All right. All right. Moving That's on. We don't have to spend no, I got too you. long running on. But you get the Resident idea. Evil and Zelda is a recap of what we've been talking about. That's what I want to talk about all the time. I got this shit on my face right here. Yeah, it's your face, bro. No, do you see like this? Oh, oh, oh. You meant like there was something. I thought you were just referring to your face. It's been there for like a couple. Like last week it was there too. I got this like kind of red rash under my eye. Well, we established you don't have cancer, right? 
I don't that have, happen, right? I don't have testicle cancer. Oh, okay. Well, that's the only. I'm just worried about your testes. Well, bro. thank you. Um, I don't care if you have face cancer. Let that shit eat you away. <laughs> well, like I got. I've. I don't know if I've talked about it on the show before. I got like this dry skin shit happening under my mustache. too. like look, like I got like dandruff. I just took a shower this morning. <laughs> And I got this shit just like climbing out of my. Uh, Bro, shit. you need to start using head and shoulders on your beard. I, well, Tara got me this cool like um, oil. I just put it on this morning. It's supposed to like help with this shit because I mean, I think it's just a testament of like getting older. Like just random shit starts happening. Like now I got, I've never had an issue like this in my life. Now I got random splotches on my face that are fucking dry and I get like a little rash. Like I remember when I was young, if I like really clean my face in the shower, every time I got out of the shower, and I don't have this problem anymore, but it happened all the time when I was young. Um, my skin would be so dry or whatever coming out of the shower that it would feel like like my skin was like pulling back on my yeah, face. Yeah. And I was like, what the fuck is up with that? And it got to the point I didn't want to like wash my face when I was in the shower because it just hated the way it felt. Yeah, out. I hear that. I don't know. Is that like because you get all the oils off and the oils aren't yeah. there anymore? I don't what happened? What did you end up doing? To, it just went, stopped doing that yeah, after a while? Like, over time, like when I got older, it stopped happening. Do you use like a specific face wash? No. No. I was using that, um, like it came in like a blue t- tub, like Noxzema shit. It's like very like minty, smells like fucking Vicks Vapor Rub and I shit. I use body wash my face, bro. Yeah. Well, I, I, I never understood why that, why, why is that not a, acceptable? Why do I need face wash? Uh, I, me specifically, I just feel like my, I kind of like that tight, ooh, that tight feeling. Like I think ooh, it's, no. I think it's like, it's a, it feels clean, you know? Um, <laughs> feels like it's stretching my shit out, bro. But I don't use that Noxzema shit no more. I've uh, we just recently switched to like we, Tara has been using this like clean and clear shit, and it's way more like um, what's the word I'm looking for? Fucking moisturizing. Um, but yeah, I've been getting I, like it's just annoying. I, I'm I'm only bringing it up because I I just wanted to say, getting older, you you find these little things that like randomly just start happening like over time. And like this week it's this thing. And next week this is happening to you. And <laughs> it's, it's fucking obnoxious. Uh, like I, I, how I long mean, does it take you to take a shower? I don't know. Like if I, I usually like fuck around in the shower, like just like stand and like pretend to sing and like, play. <laughs> like, I mean, I do all kinds of shit. I, I literally think of thoughts that I'm going to make notes of out of the shower. So I'll hang out in the shower for like, Usually between 10 or 15 minutes is usually like how long okay, I'm taking that's, a shower. That's fine. I just, I, I don't understand because I know a lot of, I'm not even comparing us to women now because that's like a whole different discussion, even, but I can get into that too. But I know men that take a half an hour to shower and I'm like, what the fuck are you doing in there, bro? Like, <laughs> I mean, if you're like, I could take a shower in like four minutes, bro. Me like too. I yeah. go in there, shampoo, <laughs> body wash, done. <laughs> Rinse that shit. Turn the water off. I like used to, I used to play like a fun game with myself where I would just see how fast I would shower. This is the old man taking care of. <laughs> yeah, I w- I used to like see how fast I could take a shower. Just like really run in there, wash. There'd be times I went in there, and took a shower, and like came out, and like Tara just thought I went in there to like pee. <laughs> just to, well, like I mean, you could do it so fast. But, like, I know. like uh, and like I said, I didn't want to get into like the discussion of like men versus women showering because the argument is why well, I got hair. Yeah. Okay, so if your if your hair takes an extra three four minutes to shampoo and condition, yeah, what else is there? Because the rest of your body's not that like you got to scrub your vagina out. You got to like dive in there and really get the inside. Like no. I I can't imagine it takes that long. Tara, What's the fucking deal, bro? Think, Why do they take so fucking long? I think Tara usually takes maybe around fifteen minute showers, but she's like shaving. And like she does, like wash There's her hair, a like fair thoroughly. Argument there, probably. Um, she does, like she has like a routine where she uses like seven different like 
things like on Why? her. I don't. Do you need seven different. There's like things a lotion thing, and then like an after lotion, and a pre hair, and like a post hair, and like a condition. I should I should shut the fuck up because I'm sitting here saying. <laughs> Why? Why do you need all these different things? But if you've ever felt a woman's body as opposed to a man's body, they yeah. don't feel the same. So I guess they're doing something right. Like, right. Like, yeah. I, I, yeah. She puts like a bunch of different. She had this cream she was calling snail cream. It's literally like derived from like snail mucus. It's like some Korean shit. That's fucking disgusting. By the way, I know she buys it and like it's expensive and like puts on her cream and shit. But I let her do her thing. If she wants to keep doing that because I'm just hoping she's still like super hot in her fifties, which is what we all yeah. hope for. So I think that's what she's going for too. So I'm like hell yeah. I mean I'm in it for a long haul too. I'm hope she is still fucking fine as hell at fifty. That'd be great. You know. And I'm hoping that's cancer on your face, so you die, and then I, I can take her, and then when she's 50, I'll still have her when she's hot. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> you have my blessing. Feel free. Ra- my guy. Raise my, guy. Raise my kids. Um, <laughs> yeah, but... Your kids will turn out all fucked up. <laughs> yeah, man, this fucking shit, though. Yeah. It's always something, though. It's al- There's always something that's, like, wrong. It's it's aggravating. It's pissing me off. Getting old. I have like issues. I have like old man issues, but I don't have like always something new. I have like a lingering knee issue, but it, it like goes away for like very extended periods at a time. So like once in a while it comes back. Yeah. And then it's there for a month, but then it goes away <laughs> and I don't see it again for another six months or a year or whatever it is. So like there's that. I feel My you. back is fucked up. My back is just fucked up. Like yesterday I was at work and shit and I like leaned over to grab something. My fucking back. Ah. Mm. Yeah. My back just fucking hurts. I know, and like you don't even know why. It's my just back like, hurts it just all does. the fucking time. It just fucking does. <laughs> raise my kids. Uh, Scott my said, "Raise my kids" hurts. is the title of the episode. Ugh. Yeah, I mean, it's there's always something, man. I mean, I don't know what to tell you, what else to say. But no, I just wanted to. I had to bitch about this because everybody, if anyone is watching, they'll see this shit. And be like, did Kyle get? Socked in the Socked, face. Yeah. <laughs> nope, man. It's just getting old. Like shit. We were wrestling before yeah. we started the podcast. <laughs> Shit's falling apart, man. What can you do? Ugh. Oh well. I also pi- I also piss like fifteen times a day. I can't. I've gotten to the point where like I can't I can't get through a night without getting up and piss. Yeah, same. Like that's like my old man and me coming. That's out. like the oldest. Like, I every the, single night. That's the oldest, most annoying part. Sleep, I'm getting up, going to take a piss, and then going back to bed. Uh, like God. I can't make it through a night to save my life, bro. Isn't that annoying? Yeah, that pisses me off. I gotta piss a lot. <laughs> I'm always pissing. Oh shit! That's the old man. Here, man. You want to? Um, let's move on. You want to talk about talk this? about this? Yeah. All right. I found. I, I was looking through my. Let me t- preface. Um, I was looking through my uh, CDs today because I was looking for um, my Boba Flex album, so we could talk about that later. And I stumbled upon this random uh, demo that I found. I must have got this at the gathering. Let me put it up here for the uh, uh, viewers. Virus Music, Arizona's Under the Underground compilation. This is from. This says Volume One. This says it's from 2006. There's, there it is. Um, it's got all kinds of random tracks from random people, but I, I brought it out because I was like, oh, Arizona. Maybe uh, Enz will know some of these people. All right, so let's go over here. Yeah. Look, look I'm going to take a look at this. Say the track name and who sings it and we got what, what Definition you know of Insanity by The Virus. I don't know that at all. Um, that must kill- be, wait, first of all, that must be the most important one if it's track one, right? Not to mention this is called The Virus Compilation. Well, it's probably, so. he probably put it together. Yeah. All right. I don't know. Um, Track number two is Kill Popo by an artist named Grim, G-R-I-M. I've heard of that artist. I don't know anything about that artist, but I've I've heard that name. Maybe it's not even the same Grim. I don't know, but I've heard that name. Okay. Um, Shut Your Fucking Mouth by Nuki. I have played multiple shows with Nuki. Um, 
Most recently, he has switched his name to Worm, and he's doing this like steampunk character. Oh, cool! Um, but is he, is he, he like is, a Juggalo rapper? Yeah, he is. He's cool. Um, okay, I've seen him. He did. We did a show with him. It was a toy drive, and he was like, handing out toys on stage and shit. Um, cool. I did another show with him with McNasty actually, um, where he was doing a steampunk thing, and he's a really good entertainer. Um, really nice guy. I've chopped it up with him at length. He's a good guy. I Nuki, like him. Nuki N U K I E. Yeah, but now, but he's, now he's going by Worm. Yeah, got it. Or at least last I talked to him. It's been a while since I've seen him now. But yeah, um, yeah but he's cool. I like Nuki a lot. Um, five, seven murders or 57 murders by kind killers. I don't know them. Underground by Woodpile. I know Woodpile all too well. Um, they have beef with Mafiotic a little bit. I may have may have fired some shots and some diss songs. So they're a group called uh, Woodpile? Yeah, they're a bunch of white dudes. They're like all like from prison. Hmm. That's why they're called Woodpile. There's some racial undertones there. Okay. I'm not a fan. <laughs> okay. <laughs> why have you why have you specifically dissed them because they dissed Mafiatic? There's been like fist fight brawls. Like Really? Yeah. Oh shit. Okay. When we opened up for Chameleon and Paul Wall in Arizona, there was like an all out brawl in a parking lot. Like my buddy Eddie, who's now in prison, was like smacking people with like metal chains. Like it was it's gotten intense. All right. What up, McNasty? What up, McNasty? <laughs> um moving on, getting closer to McNasty, we've got Number zero by Intrinsic, who is McNasty's homeboy. Okay. Yeah. Um, we got Put It Down by Jason Porter featuring Q Strange. I don't know Jason Porter. I am familiar with Q Strange. I don't know him. I just like his music. Yeah. I've heard of Jason Porter, too. Um, uh, McNasty said Die Soul or Diesel. Diesel changed his Diesel. name to Chuck Blank. Diesel did? Mm-hmm. Chuck. He looks more like a Chuck Blank than a... <laughs> Okay. <laughs> That's funny to me. Okay. All right. So um, Q Strange and Jason Porter. Okay. Yeah, like I said, I just like Q Strange music when I was younger. Okay. Um, there's Psycho set by Separated at Birth. I don't know them at all. If I Ain't Evil by Nightmare. I don't know them at all. And Fill It Up by Delirious. And I don't know that at all either. Okay. But I do know Nuki. I know that McNasty knows Nuki. I'm just weird. We just found this CD. He found this in his, his basement or whatever. It says Arizona's Under the Underground Compilation Volume 1 by Virus <laughs> Music. And so we were going over it and it has Intrinsic on it and Woodpile and Nuki. So we were just discussing that because I just... You know what, man? have connection to this even though it's not mine. Uh, yeah. you want to, are, we, are we doing that? Well, speaking of Arizona rap artists... Is he from Arizona? I think he claims Arizona. I don't know anything about that. That's news to me. I'm pretty sure. All right, let's talk about it, bro. So while I was digging through my CDs, I also found these fucking Joker albums. Uh, Here's one. And look, this is actually signed by the Joker. It keeps getting green there. See? You can tell in this podcast we've been very vocal about how we feel about the Joker. Yeah, so I I used to be a fan of the Joker. Um, I think he's a dope rapper. He has skill. He has a lot. He had a lot of potential. I think he's not as dope as a rapper as people like to make him out to be. That's what I think. Um, I liked him enough to buy. Like, I, I mean, at the time, and this shit came out. Emerge McVeigh is fucking nice, by the way. Shout out to Menaside. He's talking about. Uh, McNasty's yeah. he's talking about a uh, underground. Uh, AZ artist. So the Joker. Um, I bought several of Joker's albums. He said he lived in Casa Grande. Oh yeah, I know Casa Grande. Um. But yeah, look, I, I even paid extra to get the ones that were like signed by the Joker. I was, I mean, I'm a legit Joker fan. You know what I mean? Or was up until a couple years ago, right after he did all the hops and shit, right after he did like the Juggalo diss song, right after he fucking praised Nicki Minaj. That was the straw that broke the camel's back. 
I unfriended him, like, or not unfriended him, but that's a bad reason to break. That, that's, that's, that's not for all the things that you could say negative about that guy. That's not a good reason. I unliked his page. Like it was, it's probably been a few years now. I haven't followed him for a while. I have no fucking idea what he's doing now. If he's even relevant, I don't know. But nevertheless, I found, I found all my Joker albums. This is one of them. I used to have him on Facebook and I decided I don't like him. We um we talked about him a little bit last week. I really don't like him. Like him and I would not be friends. Um, McNasty did an out did a song with him and posted it in the comments. Yeah, when we were talking about it, um, I listened to it. It's actually a dope song. Um, who McNasty all, makes a lot of dope songs. Somebody else. He's was, a good rapper. Somebody else was on the track. It was McNasty, Joker, and somebody else. Um, nevertheless, McNasty is dope on it. Joker's verse was pretty dope on it too. I liked it. I don't know how old it was, but um, I have no. Anyways, I have no idea what the dude's doing now. Couldn't fucking tell you, but we're going to show how we feel about the Joker. All right. You want to do the honors? Won't even bust. <laughs> bro, he's not even fucking. He can't even bust the CD, bro. He's bendable. Here. Fuck him. Fuck you. That's how we feel, bro. Hey. Hi. <laughs> oh, that shit probably got my coffee. Oh, it's empty. Fuck, Fuck that fool. Joker. Fuck that fool. You're that's, whack, bro. That's how we feel. You feel something saying on wax, bro. Oh, it was, a song, it was a song called Menacide called Like This. You, you always making all those little diss songs. Say something to me, bro. I'll uh, wreck your fucking shit, bro. Don't nobody give a fuck about you no more, Joker. Buster. I do like your first album, though, still. I don't like none of it. But I already ripped that shit. I don't need it. I don't want to have that shit taking up space in my fucking house. That's how we feeling today. That's how we, we turned up today. Yeah. Fuck out of here with your little fucking fake ICP <laughs> clown makeup and shit and jester fucking arrows. Fuck out of here, bro. Uh, let us know what the fuck you're doing now. <laughs> you're getting broken up, bro. Uh, God, yeah, you're getting broken up over here on a fucking iconic fuck, fuck out of here, Joker. Fuck you gonna do it. Oh, you know Aiden. what? You know one thing that really bugged me about Joker? From day one. I even, can tell you all kinds of things bug me about Joker. He, even as a fan of his. Hold on, let me tell you this. One thing that is annoying about him is he would always brag about like his equipment and studio and shit. And it seems like a dude has some money because he's got like a legit studio. He would always brag about using this fucking blue microphone. That was like, you're so angry. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not kidding. This, this microphone he always would brag about using. I looked it up. It was like a, $12,000 microphone or something so stupid like that. And he would always brag that that's what he recorded his songs on. And like the shit I recorded in 2005 on a computer mic sounds just as good to be quite honest. Well, um, I, I just, I want to be very clear that Joker's never done anything to me personally. And normally I would not just blatantly diss people for the sake of dissing people. I don't really think that's all that cool, Yeah, but I don't really like that guy. And he's made, a name for himself doing exactly that so you can suck my dick bitch <laughs> I got bars what's up yeah what's up Iconoclast said you're fucking bitch bro well fuck you joker yeah and they said your mama that's what they said I mean I didn't say all that but I said that what yeah <laughs> and I'd be in Arizona so you can come find me bro when, you, when are you gonna be in Arizona I'm going to Arizona uh, uh, I fly out the 12th the okay. Arizona, the Cali Zona Love Tour. We switched it up. It's not just the Arizona Love Tour. Oh. With my guy McNasty. Hey, we're going on the Cali Zona Love Tour. We're going to California this time. We're going okay. to L.A. We're going to Riverside, Tucson, uh, Scottsdale. Um, I got a buddy in L.A. My guy, uh, Corey Longmire. Shout out to my guy. Um, he is 
part of the reason that I got the hookup on the Hip Hop DX connection. So that's my guy. Um, so I did go and visit him in LA once already. I'm excited to see him again. That's my guy. Okay. Um, I so how many shows are you guys doing in uh, on tour this time? We're doing four again. We just took away uh, two of the lesser shows in Arizona and we replaced them with better shows in California. Hopefully. Okay. Hopefully. Um, I'm excited to see some of the guys. Like uh, I played a show in California with the Misfits a while back, and when we were there. Um, I had been heavily fucking with McNasty and casually he came up in conversation and all these people were like starstruck that I knew McNasty. It was cool. <laughs> yeah, it was cool. cool. But they were like, oh, you know McNasty? Oh, shit. Oh. <laughs> and so then all of a sudden, like, I was a real cool guy because I was McNasty's friend. So thanks for making me look cool guy. <laughs> <laughs> that is pretty cool, man. Yeah. I mean, McNasty, again, we've gone over this. He's the most likable guy ever. I know. He was really, he was in our chat, literally just sticking out for the Joker. So. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, it makes me feel bad like that we even dissed the Joker. He's friends with lots of people I that I don't get along with. <laughs> McNasty's not new. He knows who I am. He's uh, not new. Don't I'm so- not shying away from controversy. If I got something to say, I'm going to say that shit. All right. That's the way it goes. I don't want McNasty to not, not like us no more. I don't care if the Joker likes it. I, I don't think McNasty was surprised by any of that. Okay. <laughs> I think he knows who I am. Good, cool. All right, that's what's up. He's you should wear cool guy. You should wear your Iconoclast shirt on one of your shows. Maybe I will. That'd be cool. Maybe I will. I've only worn it once. Really? Yeah. On the show, and that was it. Yeah. <laughs> that was it. That was the only day I've ever worn yeah, it. Man. I've got it in some closet. Wear it on the show. Wear it during a show, and then I just you know retire it. Whatever. Should I wear it in Scottsdale and hope that that Aiden Karth shows up? Yeah. I'm like, hey, 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 it's me, bro. <laughs> Please do. That'd be fucking cool. Like I said, I don't like picking fights and starting fights, but for like no reason. But, but he that, deserves it. He's got a history of it. So um, I'm just going to give him a taste of that medicine. You can come get it, Joker. I feel some kind of way. Repping the clash, bro. Yeah, I'm saying. Yeah, here. He can get one of these right here. Hold on. Oh, I thought you were going to give him a monster bash. We can monster <laughs> bash, bro. <laughs> I don't want to fight. Like, I'm not trying to take it there. If you right. want to take it there, then it is what it is. But that's not what I was trying to do. I want you to battle me. Ooh, that would be good. People people don't know when I dislike others because I don't acknowledge their existence. Maybe that's why it seems like you like everybody because you like everybody. Well, he's acknowledging our existence, which is cool. So that yeah. means he likes us. And he's acknowledging yeah. the Joker. So he does like that. So he's yeah. an impartial, by unbiased guy. I guess so. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, I wanted to get that out of the way, man. I'm yeah. brewing inside. Yeah. It's <laughs> boiling. Ugh, I don't like you, bro. I should have listened. So unlikable, Ugh. bro. I should have listened to some Joker to get me pumped up for that. <laughs> uh, I just think you're an asshole. Like, I, just straight up. Like, I just had you on Facebook. I don't know if I've ever met you in person. I don't think I have. I don't even know the guy, uh, and he seems like an asshole. But I've seen, I've seen you on Facebook a bunch of times, and I know who you were because you're the Joker. And but, like, but, the more I saw you on Facebook, the more I was like, I don't like you at all. And you know, you know, another thing that pissed me off about the Joker. Let me let one last thing I'll mention. Go for it, bro. As one of his fans, he released. This song called Ever Before, like after Welcome to the Show came out, I think he released that Mayhem Night we just des- destroyed. And then like he released this song called Ever Before. And the song I think is fucking dope. I was like, oh my fucking God, this shit is cool. This dude's the future. I want he made a video for it. It's like such high quality, a great produced video. He spent some money on it. You know what right. I mean? Um, and don't get me wrong. He's obviously good at making videos. If he's making videos for R.A. the Rugged Man and Jedi Mind Tricks or whatever the fuck too. That's cool. You know, he's ta- I like both of those. He's he's talented at what he does. I like Jim and I know he works with him too. So like. yeah, he's, he's talented at what he does. So I don't want to diminish that. But I do want to say 
He released the fucking ever before video, said he's pumping up this new album by the Joker called Harlequin. It was, I was like, cool. Another like Joker lore type album. This is going to be dope. Then the next thing you know, he's releasing this fucking mayhem night. The next thing you know, he's releasing confirmation collection, then sing eighth and sing. And I'm like, what in the fuck? Why do you keep releasing this bullshit backlog garbage content that you just had obviously had sitting around. And then he still, to this day, as far as I know, never released the Harlequin album with that ever before song on it. And that really grinds my fucking gears. Joker. I just think you're a dickhole, bro. That's it. Like I just don't like you. Yeah. So yes. Oh, fuck it. He seemed like a dickhole, often posting annoying shit on Facebook. Just to rehash, I just wanted to explain that's why we don't like the Joker. He seems like an asshole. Good at what he does. Seems like an asshole. I didn't say he's good at what he does. I think he's good at what he does. I don't think he's terrible at what he does. I don't think he's. I don't think he's like super ill. He's fine. He's fine. He's but fine. you know what? Being an asshole takes him from being super ill to like. Just okay to me. Well, again, we've talked about this. Like, it's hard to be a fan of somebody you don't like as a person. Yeah. I like a lot of 50 Cent's music. I can't listen to it because I don't like 50 Cent. Yeah. I think he makes cool music. But I ain't gonna listen to it. It's hard to take your word for it, though, because you really listen to, like, Chris Brown and shit. So. I love Chris Brown. <laughs> he, he, see, he just got arrested for, like, rape allegations in Paris. I did see that. I don't believe that shit. I immediately... <laughs> I immediately thought of you, though. I was like, see, I knew he was a piece of shit. I, knew I just, it. like, I have a hard time believing Chris Brown's raping anybody. Mm. If it was like, yo, he just beat up some chick, then I might believe it. Like, I could believe that. <laughs> Rihanna happened, bro. Like, we have we have some, uh, like, real evidence. that Like, I don't believe Chris Brown's out here raping anybody. Yeah, I feel you. I don't buy that. I feel you. I okay. think somebody saw an opportunity and tried to cash in. That's what I think that was. Okay. Maybe they'll they'll present some evidence, and in which case I'll have to switch my opinion on that. I don't know. Oh, McNasty but. said he didn't like uh, Joker's singing album. That was yo. Sing- speaking of singing albums and Arizona artists, my guy Cryptic Wisdom. Everybody knows that's my friend. I've known him for years. Yeah, right? yeah. We've done we've done songs with him, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, I never was on a track. Oh, with him, I did a uh, fucking lot of them. Like yeah. I've known him for years and years and years. Good friend of mine. We used to talk on uh, AIM back in the day. Though. Yeah, <laughs> Cryptic Wisdom, the homie. The last time I saw Cryptic Wisdom at a show, it was in Ohio. I opened up for him, and I was like, yo, bro, I know what it's like to be on tour. I just want to buy something for the sake of supporting you while you're on the road. Like, recommend your favorite CD. Like, what's your favorite CD that you did? And he was like, this one right here. And I was like, all right, cool. I want to buy that. Bam. And I got in the car, and I put that in. Mind you, I'm very familiar with Cryptic Wisdom's music. I like nearly all of his music. Hated it. Oh man. It was him doing like this rocker thing where he's like, they were all like rock beats and he was singing. It was like listening to a band, except for they were like beats instead okay. of. Okay. Yeah, sure. And he was just singing the whole time. And I don't have a problem with him singing, but like, I want to hear you rap, bro. I don't want to hear yeah. you sing for a whole CD. Like, that's just not. So, like, and it was fine. There was nothing. It wasn't terrible, but I didn't like it at all. Um, I'll have to. What's it called? Do you remember? <laughs> What? Flex fit ball caps for Christmas? Yeah, no, you can keep that shit, bro. Oh, you know what? I had one. I bought a Joker T-shirt. I really had a Joker T-shirt. This is the former Joker super fan. Dude, I really was like <laughs> heel turn. I was on board. I bought a fucking Joker. I don't think I have it anymore. It was too big. But um, I was. I really was like he. He was selling his little Joker hats at one point. And I was like, man, those are kind of cool. Like it would be neat to have one just to like have. <laughs> <laughs> then, I, then I snapped myself out of it, thankfully, because he was charging like. 70 or 80 bucks for one what yeah oh uh, yeah he's tripping those little fucking joker ass um i'm, a, I'm just putting- he just kills me in all his artwork you see him with his jester hat and his jester makeup and he's looking super serious and i just i know that he wants to be taken serious as an artist and i can't imagine wanting to be taken serious and be wearing that stuff and doing your photo shoot trying to look serious for your album yeah it's not like mcnasty doing fucking 
Macho McNasty Savage. Yeah. Where that, like, I could be serious doing that because that's obviously fucking great, right? But, like, being the the jester, and I'm I'm there. You just want to do this, man? What is this, bro? Where'd that come from? I found it. I found it underneath the table. Another Joker album. Look here. Show, show the p- picture of his face real close. <laughs> Let them see what this fool's face look like. Sing eighth and look sing. Look at how serious he is, bro. Let me see that, bro. Signed by the Joker himself. Let me see this, bro. What are you going to do with that, man? What are you going to do with that, bro? Because I, I don't you know. You know what? I, I look at this. This is a cool album, isn't it? Doesn't that just look so cool? Ooh, look, autograph, bro. There's a little autograph. <laughs> ah! <laughs> oh, the turn up is real, son. <laughs> this is what we're doing today, goddammit. We don't give a fuck. This is what we're doing today. <laughs> Alright, moving on. Moving on. Alright. We'll we'll move off of this. We're 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 doing a lot right now. We're doing all right, I can move fuck joke fuck the joker off of my list. <laughs> Checked off. Alright, bro. We're gonna get into some cool like music shit. Okay. All right, let's 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 talk about X-rated, bro. Who's X-rated? All right, X-rated is this rapper that uh, he's like friends with, like Brother Lynch. Um, he has been in prison basically as long as I've known who he is, and he's like known for being like the rapper from prison. He'd be like rapping over the phone in prison and shit, making albums. Oh, okay. Um, cool. So I just saw that he just got released from prison. Um. In September, I yeah. just saw a news thing today that said he got released in September. But here's the kicker: first of all, that's like just cool. I like X-rated. Happy to see he's free. But this shit is wild to me, bro. I was reading it. And this is what I was reading this as we were starting the show. And I was telling you this was fucking my head up. You know how he got released? No. The fucking Menendez brothers that murdered their parents befriended him while he was in prison, and then wrote a letter telling the uh parole board or whatever what a great guy he's become and why he should be released from prison what? the fucking menendez brothers and that's how he got released and that worked is that not the craziest shit you've ever heard in your life bro <laughs> that is weird the fucking menendez brothers wow yeah that's weird I don't, I, don't, even know, I don't even know what to say to that. Like, that's just so bizarre to me. Like, that is so fucking weird. So, you got Brother Lynch in the video right did here, he bro. Be, did he become... Fr- was he friends with the Menendez brothers? They said, they said, yeah. They said... I think the Menendez brothers... Like, I don't think they were in the same institution. I think they were writing them letters, and they became friends that way. Yeah? But like, so, Menendez brothers may have been, like, fans of, of his music maybe, or some shit? Maybe. That's just that's just This a weird video thing. is slick, bro. <laughs> I like this shit. It's got Brother Lynch in there. He, yeah. Like all this crazy lighting and prison and shit. This shit is tight. I just went to prison recently, so like this is really resonating. You did? With me. I didn't show you the picture. Mm-mm. Oh yeah, I just went to prison recently. Hmm. I went to visit my little brother. Oh yeah. yeah, you mentioned that. I have a picture of me, and my little brother. Your prison. little brother, which is not related to you. Yeah, but he's my little brother. <laughs> you don't have to be weird about it, bro. <laughs> uh, I'm being weird about my little calls, brother. You're calling a friend your little brother. No, he's my little brother. Okay. I mean, I get it, but I'm closer to him than the rest of his family, and I get it. that's just weird. He's closer to me. That's most weird. my family. You know what I'm saying? You don't talk, you don't talk about you don't talk about weird. It's man. my brother. I don't care. <laughs> um, but yeah, that shit's slick though. I like that. But I thought that was a trip. 
Okay, yeah, that is interesting. That's very wacky. Like, X-rated. Fucking the Menendez brothers I, clicked I, I, up. I can honestly say I've never heard a single word this person has spoke in their entire in my entire life. You should check him out. He's sweet, bro. Okay, he's a good rapper. I like it. I think I think like the whole thing like rapping from prison is super slick. Bro. That is cool. I like that. They said the, the article I read. I didn't know all this, but he apparently released fourteen albums while he was in prison. God and damn. like the prison, I thought he was always rapping over the phone. But they said the prison was trying to figure out how he was doing it because he's not supposed to have recording equipment. Yeah. And they couldn't figure it out. <laughs> so I don't so know how deep that rabbit hole goes. That's slick, though, bro. Wow, that is tight. That's fucking dope. Okay. That's pretty cool. I mean, I, I love the fact that he is like the prison rapper. That's so cool. But he's a good rapper, too, yeah. which makes it cooler. If he was a shitty rapper, it wouldn't be cool. Are there any other rappers that have like done albums from prison? That, not like, that I know of. Yeah, that's super cool. I like that. I think it's dope. Who does he roll? He rolls with Brother Lynch. What yeah. else? Who else does he roll with? Um, there was uh, another dude that he was cool with that we uh, booked for a show in Arizona and he no showed our show. Um, him and Shine released an album. Oh, yeah, Shine. How did I not remember Shine? I've heard of Shine. Shine, yeah, he was big or bad boy. Like old school shit, yeah. right? He got out of prison and he was like on Carter Four. And he's a fucking terrible rapper now. Like he used to be all right. That's like, a shame. That shit was not good. What a shame. Uh, yeah. But um, here's some more hip hop news. Fucking Suge Knight just came out and told everybody that Tupac's back in the studio. What? I didn't even click on that link. I didn't even read that story. I just thought that was worth mentioning. Suge Knight said Tupac's back in the studio, which I mean, I've never heard Suge Knight say that Tupac was alive. That's got to be like him just saying like a metaphor or some shit saying like he has some unreleased Tupac, right? I mean, why the fuck? Else I didn't would he click be on it, that? but I just saw that. That Usually, sounds like a clickbait this, headline. When all this Tupac stuff comes about, with people talking about Tupac being alive, I immediately disregard it. Yeah, that's some bullshit. He's, he's not alive. Like, I just, I'm sorry. Well, his son has been ta- saying Suge Knight's son has been saying Tupac's been alive for a while. I did read another clickbait article the other day, actually, just the other day, saying that. Um, Tupac was supposedly alive, but I mean, I mean, again, how often is, you got to see that shit, bro? If you're Suge Knight's son, yeah. And you want some attention? That's one way you know you can get it. Yeah, yeah, I feel you. That's some horseshit. See, murder did an album in prison with his lawyer and a handheld. Oh, that's I pretty. I did cool. not know that either. See, murder was didn't see murder go to jail for murder? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Isn't that a hard case to try to fight in court? <laughs> My, well, well, and he literally exhibit raps, a his name's C Murder, and he raps about murdering people. Name C Murder. That's guilty. So yeah. Guilty verdict. That's so funny. Does C Murder have a wacky first name like uh, Master P does? Aren't they brothers? I think that's the. I case. don't know that much about No Limit. Master shit. Master P's I, first name is Percy. I know that. I know that <laughs> Justice has a relationship with Master P. That's as deep as my Master P knowledge goes. I, like, I don't care about anything you just make said. Make him say, uh. Like, I don't, I don't know much about. My, I've never been a Master P fan. It's never been my thing. Okay. I'm not. Like, I don't hate the guy or like, whatever. I feel not, you. Nothing to say there. I feel you. Um, um, so, oh, yeah. You know what? Oh, you want to talk about some more music shit? Did you have anything else to mention there? I, well, I wanted to ask you and maybe even our viewers if somebody can explain this shit to me because um, this R. Kelly thing's been going on, right? Mm-hmm. And um, everybody's talking about there's two documentaries that have like detailed this whole R. Kelly thing. Okay. First of all, I haven't seen either. I tried to look them up. They're not on Netflix. I heard there was one on Hulu. I couldn't find one on Hulu. So I don't even know how people are watching these. Okay, let me look. Let me Google them. I like. Are they on TV? Is everybody really tuning in at the same time on Tuesday nights to like watch the like? How did this? 
how did the R. Kelly thing pop if it's not on Netflix or Hulu? That seems really odd to me. It says the one. This one is. It's saying it's on Netflix. I looked for it. I couldn't find it. I oh, looked for it last night. This show is not on Netflix. The series, which aired on Lifetime in January, will not be broadcast. Okay, so it's on Lifetime. So, I mean, that's something I could probably download for so you. How did so many people see this then? Because um, I know people are not watching Lifetime like that, bro. People probably did. I mean, just to, to watch this R. Kelly shit. In all honesty, they probably did. Uh, well, I was, like I said, I tried to watch it. But also, like, can anybody clue me in as to why it was such a big deal? Like, yeah, R. Kelly was a creep. We knew that. Why is this news now? Like, I'm well, not shocked by this at all. This is stuff that we knew. I don't look up. I don't really pay much attention to the news. But from what I'm guessing, number one, since the documentary is coming out, because of it, I think it's all it's all actually bringing to light some stuff that maybe the general public didn't know about him like being what? a creep. What happened? Like, why? Because um, I've asked other people and nobody can tell me. I think a lot of it is just he he supposedly runs or doesn't run, I guess. Then maybe that's the wrong word. He supposedly has a gaggle of like teenage girls that are like his like it was slaves. like hip hop dx brand it was like his slave not slaves but you know what i mean like they're like his fucking super fan groupies that do his bidding essentially and like from what i've heard he it's almost like a cultish type of environment like they they they're they may be fearing for their lives. It may be some kind of sex cult type thing. That's what people are saying. I haven't seen this, but I'm just going by what well, I've like, read. So now this makes me wonder, like, why? Because I, I keep seeing all these different interviews of celebrities talking about their different interactions with R. Kelly and when he did these creepy things. Why did nobody have anything to say? Why is now? What now? You you could make the argument like, oh, no snitching rules. I wasn't going to tell on him, and that's fine. Except for you're talking about it now. So well, they all started talking, kind of like how all the girls started talking about Cosby thirty years later. It's the same. It's the same kind of. No, I understand why the girls that that talk about Cosby thirty years later do that thirty years later because first of all, that's not something that they want to be associated with or embarrassed by or ashamed or called a liar. I understand all of that. Why am I having like stories from DMX pop up on my feet? Why did DMX not have this story to tell when this happened? He DMX. has nothing to fear. What? Yeah, DMX has a story about how he was he went to do a song with R. Kelly. R. Kelly was hiding an underage chick in a room. Oh and, shit! Like, why are we not? Why? Why did? Why are we just hearing that now? That, I mean, that's why like, didn't you have something to say until it was relevant? Like, that's a great question. A pop. So, and it's not just DMX. I'm not trying to. What are you? It's like all kinds. Of people. What are you insinuating that? This, these are false allegations? No, or? I'm saying if everybody knew about this, and apparently everybody knew about this, why didn't nobody have anything to say until now? That's how the industry is, bro. I mean, I mean this is like the Me Too movement. It's the same shit. It's like, same thing with Harvey Weinstein or Kevin Spacey. Like, why didn't somebody say something 10 years ago? You're asking the same question all of America is about all of this shit. But the difference is we knew R. Kelly was a creep. Yeah. No, like the Kevin Spacey thing, nobody it was a, knew about it was that. All, like, the, R the public didn't know about that. The R. Kelly being creep shit has always been kind of alleged. I don't think anyone's really like... There was a videotape. Uh, I mean, I don't know. I, it I, wasn't alleged. I honestly don't follow that closely, so that's... I mean, I didn't know that, but... I know. And I also have an issue if you're like some big, giant Kobe Bryant fan, now you're like turning on R. Kelly, like you're probably like... Uh, what the fuck is wrong with you? Because it's the same fucking... You're a hypocrite. Fucking... Guy's a fucking weirdo too, bro. I know everybody gets mad at me because I don't like fucking Kobe Bryant. Fuck Kobe Bryant. Yeah. He's a piece of shit, too. I mean, bro, like, but let's keep it keeping it real. Once again, you like Chris Brown. So 
I mean, this is kind of a it's a weird argument to even have with you. I don't think Chris Brown is out raping anybody, though. He can have a rape charge right now, but I don't believe he was actually <laughs> raping people. There's he no only evidence. beats the shit out of people there, he loves. He doesn't rape them. So you beat a chick up, bro. Like, I don't necessarily condone that, but I also believe that there are certain circumstances where it's appropriate to hit a chick. I know that that's an unpopular p- opinion, but if... And hypothetically speaking, it doesn't have to be this extreme, yeah. but hypothetically speaking, if a chick puts a gun to my face and I punch her in the mouth, am I wrong for that? Um, no, no, but, right. So no, there's there. Yeah. So so we've already established there are extenuating circumstances where it's well, acceptable if, to punch a chick. If a chick puts a gun in your mouth, you can rape her, too. Why not? I don't know. If that's how that works. But <laughs> like the point is you put a gun in her mouth. All I'm saying is if we establish that there are ex- extenuating extent. Ex- <laughs> Extenuating circumstances. <laughs> See, even Scott's like, Christ. <laughs> no, I'm just saying, like, then that all of a sudden that becomes debatable. Okay. It's never okay for R. Kelly to be a fucking weirdo, bro. Like, I agree. R. There's, there's no circumstances that condone that. I've known for years that R. Kelly's a piece of shit. There's no circumstances where it's okay for Bill Cosby to be putting something in women's drinks and taking advantage of them. I agree. I agree. It's never okay. Bro. I agree. I do agree with the, that sentiment. I get what you're saying. Um, but that is the reason why it's just now coming to light is because one, it's a weird like climate. Not we- I shouldn't say weird, but it's the climate we're currently living in is one reason why it's just now coming to light. It's just that's kind of how shit is now. Maybe a lot of stuff is coming to light that should have come to like 10, 15, 20, 30 years ago, you know? So like I said, my issue with that is we already knew. We knew. We saw the yeah. tape, bro. Like we saw Chappelle. We show. knew it wasn't like we saw, allegations. We, it wasn't like we were unsure. We knew. Yeah. We watched So now it's a talking point. We, we watched knew. Chappelle show and South Park. We know. I know. Like, but yeah, I mean, anyone who supported R. Kelly since that pissing shit has come out. Isn't it should be regarded as a piece of shit if you ask me? I mean, he should have been rode off that long ago. But back then, people were just like, <laughs> yeah, celebrities. The way people give passes to celebrities they like is yeah. fucking gross to me. Yeah, I agree. Like I said, I like Chris Brown, but if I find out Chris Brown is really out there raping people, I ain't fucking with Chris Brown no more. Well, I, I'm glad the reason that- I can fuck with Chris Brown now is because I don't believe it. But if they present me evidence that's irrefutable, that's that. Well, like, I, I am glad to hear that. Honestly, uh, that's that's a that makes me feel better about your whole love of Chris Brown. Chris Brown is transcendent, though. He's, he's that guy. I'm, I'm wishing Breezy all the best right now. It's my right. guy. Well, we'll see what happens. Hopefully, by next week, we'll know if he actually raped someone and you can not be his fan anymore. Yeah, I mean, like I said, somebody presents me irrefutable evidence, I'll accept that. But until I get that, I'm, I don't buy that Chris Brown was in Paris raping bitches. Okay. Um, oh, I, I um, on the topic of music, moving on, um, but still music. I did. We were talking about Boondocks last week. We're right. talking about The Harvest, um, which, by the way, I tagged him in uh, our uh, clip of it, hoping he would we would get some kind of response, but we didn't. Um, <laughs> Fuck I thought, these guys. I made sure to, I made sure to like get it out. Like I was like, oh, he put it on YouTube. Let me put that shit out instantly. Um, sorry, sorry, Boondocks. But I'm about to praise you because I he, wasn't trying to blend. I know, him, dude. I know. I wasn't. I really was. Um, Friday, his album Liquor Lies and Legacy came out and um it was on spotify and i was like you know i'll pop this on shit out it was only like eight or nine tracks which i was kind of shocked by i was like okay but that's all right i'm i'm good with it i like short albums to be quite honest um i genuinely liked almost every song on it like it was pretty tight and what's different about it is this album is completely different from what i've heard from him like it's a lot of i feel like with this album he's found he's more fitting in his niche like it's a lot of very country blues, bluegrass inspired, um, not horrorcore, not juggalo catering. It's like him, like as a country rapper, you know what I mean? Like it's pretty tight. Like, it, like it's very 
in his wheelhouse. It doesn't sound awkward. It doesn't sound like someone you know wrote the shit for him. It's it's surprisingly pretty dope, and I recommend it if you want to hear what even what I'm talking about. But uh, if you have any like of or interest in Boondocks, it's worth checking out. Listen to a song or two and tell me what you think. I hope uh, you're right, and I'm happy for him. Hard pass for me. I got gotcha. you. I, I don't have any standalone tracks that said. I, I wish them all the best. I only listened to it. I only listened to it once, but I genuinely enjoyed like almost every track on it. Oh, uh, Brian actually ordered the Brian smoothie from the unknown pod. He says he ordered the actual copies of uh, that and Gorilla Voltage. I, I was listening. I you guys love it. I was listening to Gorilla Voltages the other day on Spotify too. And one thing that bothers me about them: Have you ever listened to Gorilla Voltage? I don't even know what that is. They are a duo. Um, the rap, a rap duo that's on Magic Ninja. Um, Never heard of them. Yep, they're called Gorilla Voltage. They have one album. They they've it's a released cool fucking name. I'll give them that. It is a cool name. I think they had a a different name before they joined. But they're two white guys, as far as I know. I don't know much about them, but here's what I do know: two white guys, Juggalo type rappers. One of them has the typical like rapping Juggalo voice, you know, like, <laughs> and uh, the other one um, does like the screaming. I'm always screaming. I hate that shit. And. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they both rap, but he does that shit. Anyways, um, the the rapping, fast rapping juggalo guy is always fast rapping. And you can't understand a single word he says because he's always fast rapping and like the fucking dirt ball from Cottonmouth Kings, you know? It's, <laughs> yeah. He's he like you know the dirt ball from Cottonmouth Kings? Yeah. He's just like that. Is he part of Cottonmouth Kings? He wasn't. He used to be part of Cottonmouth Kings at one point. But then he left again. Yeah, he was like he was so he's in and out. Yeah, he was okay, he was I like because when I listened to him, yeah, he was not part. Of he that. was part of their crew. Then he actually joined the Cottonmouth Kings as a member for like an album or two. Then he left again, as far as I know. Um, but Gorilla Voltage—that's a quick uh, description of what you can expect from them. A very rock heavy type shit. But I mean, I actually like their sound. I think they have a really cool sound. I just don't give a fuck about the rappers like they they're not really my cup of tea to be quite honest that's fair um but they have a new album that came out the same day as boondocks as last week that's it's, a fair question too does kmk even exist anymore i don't fucking yeah, i don't know I, um, know I thought king spade was gonna kill him i thought they were moving on to that and i i actually looked into it a little recently i think they have like some shit they're currently doing like random shit i don't remember exactly what let me google it the king spade thing was but i remember when the king spade thing happened it seemed like they had just downsized to the guys that were actually any good yeah I that's mean, what it seemed like king spade like was all just, the extra stuff was gone king spade was just d-loke and richter as far and as they I were know. the two that could rap yeah um but nevertheless gods and claws is the new album from gorilla voltage it's on spotify i listened to part of it like in the background while i was doing dishes and shit and it was fine i mean it was just okay i just i really wish and don't give me no let me rephrase it i don't wish anything but my, it's not really my cup of tea because I more prefer rappers who rap about interesting shit and you can understand them. I That's really my my criteria for rap. Rap about some interesting shit and let me understand what you're saying because if you're just speed rapping the whole fucking time, like I can, number one, I know you're not saying anything interesting. You're really just speed rapping because you can. And two, I don't understand anything you're fucking saying. You know? My guy, Infinite Skills, once said this and I, I've always kept this with me. In reference to speed rap, this is the best quote ever. He said, speed rapping is sideshow rap. Yeah, that's a great That is quote. the best way to just condense that down and be brief and just say that. No, you're right. I think speed I rapping is sideshow rap. It oh. has its little niche. It's cool for once in a while. It serves a purpose. If your whole shtick is to be speed rapper all the time, you're sideshow rap. You're a sideshow, bro. Um, here's some albums that Cottonmouth Kings released. They released two albums last year. 
News to me. They released an album called Kingdom Come on, how many four, on 420. Have, how many albums have they dropped on 420? Um, on 420? Let's see. One, two, three. <laughs> oh, that, three albums that's, on 420? That's just those three. They do have all these side shoots that uh, doesn't look like any of them, according to Wikipedia. Um, but anyways, last year they released two albums, Kingdom Come on 420 and a new album on November 10th called The Harvest. Which is the name of Boondocks' album? <laughs> they should be beefing. <laughs> uh, McNasty says he only speaks right raps. <laughs> McNasty is the. You know what McNasty does really well? Can I pen a love letter to you right now, McNasty? Can Please I just do. Hop on your dick. Um, McNasty like switches up and just does so many different things, and he does them all well. Okay. Last time, last time we went on tour, McNasty. I don't even know if this has come out, McNasty. I'm sure you can you can clarify. But he was showing us. He was doing a whole like. Before this, he was already doing Macho Man or Macho McNasty Savage and all that, which is cool. Yeah, I but remember like, you telling me about that. He had what I consider bone and twist of the sideshow. Absolutely. Um, I McNasty was in the hotel room and he busted the shit out and he started showing us he was working on his project. It was all like he was a 90s gangster rapper. That's so, and all of his tight. stuff was like themed around that. The beats were themed around. It was so fucking dope. That is, so and he tight. has so many different things that he just switches up and does. Is that things. an album he released? Like, like is that's it, what he said he was doing. Like I said, maybe McNasty can can clarify. I'd love to hear that. That sounds I amazing. I thought that was the coolest shit ever. I love that he has. Is McNasty on Spotify? I need to put that. Dude I'm on there. positive that he is because uh, I know that the song I did with him is on there. Cool. Um, but he's just. McNasty, you are one of the single most impressive artists I've ever met in my life. I admire that very deeply. That's awesome. Yeah. I need to, I, I, I think he's a super cool guy from like the little bit we've got to hang out, you know, on the show and shit and he's contributed and you know, he said, I haven't released it. It's only like five songs. Okay. It was so fucking tight and you should release that immediately. I'll buy it. Well, I, I want to become a McNasty fan, so I'm, I'm definitely going to peep out and seek out some of his uh, shit. I, I'm looking forward to that. It's pretty impressive. Yeah, I wish I had more to say about it because I, I know I'd be a fan. I just I haven't given him the time of day. I am coming to AZ, TJ Tui. Are you coming to AZ? We already Let's covered that. Let's fucking party, bro. <laughs> yes, I'll be there. Uh, we're playing a show um, 14th, 15th, 16th, 17th in Arizona and California. One of them's in Scottsdale. I think it's the 17th. There you go. Sunday, I think. Don't quote me. Okay. What? For sure, McNasty. Um, All right. Oh, yeah. So check out Boondocks, Liquor, Lies, and Legacy. It's pretty dope if you, um, if you want to care about Boondocks at all. The last thing that i really have to talk about um i have some other things it's just filler but yeah yeah we'll we'll, um, we'll fill those gaps later but i, uh, I gotta take I have, a piss so well i have we listened to royce to five nine we watched his video for cocaine yeah i'll turn that which off. i just stumbled across that by accident yesterday i didn't know anything about it um i watched it and i thought it was amazing and i made him watch it it is a story about his father doing cocaine and the twist there is that his father got clean off cocaine because of um, him wanting to keep his family, not lose his family to that. Yeah. And I thought that was super powerful, super awesome. It's um, a cool video. It's very well done video. I love like him just like rapping on the streets, very raw, real type shit. You know, my favorite part is he says something. First of all, Royce is not rapping like Royce at all. He sings in this. Song. Yeah, it's totally different. And it's. So 
awesome how much he switches it up and gives you something that's not typical Royce. I think this is one of his best written songs I've ever heard. Um, I love at the end when he says something about, you know, my father chose me over cocaine. Thank you for loving oh, me more is. than cocaine. And I think that's the coolest shit ever. And I know that that's torn apart countless families in America and across the world. And I just yeah. think that's such an awesome, awesome ode to his father and way to tell that story. And when he says that, like, thank you for choosing me over cocaine. That's like the coolest shit ever. I love this. This, this touched me. This is a, I mean, yeah, it like gives me chills. Yeah, like, I'm like, um, I got goosebumps and shit. Like, um, it's powerful. I mean, it's a very, like real shit song and for that reason I do like it um, I was just telling him before the I love I lo- really like the video I love the sentiment I love what he's saying I just don't really like the sound of it it's not really my cup of tea but um, I think it's super awesome and um, I have a lot of respect for Royce I think he's one of legitimately like one of the tightest rappers I can think of he's one of the tightest rappers ever yeah. he is um, yeah, I mean, he's very dope. Um, so this song, like me, you know, when I listen to Royce, I'd rather just hear him spit bars. So this wasn't really my cup of tea, but the video is super powerful and I recommend everyone check it out. It, it's do- it's a dope watch. This like, like this touched my soul. This was beautiful art. I highly recommend this. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I was just laughing. Uh, Monks posted some details about the uh, Arizona. Yeah, Tui was on there. It was um, guy. It looked like a banner, just for like an advertisement <laughs> right above my. That's head. okay. <laughs> Utilize that comment, yes, uh, sir. <laughs> anyway, this podcast is brought to you by the Calizona Love Tour. <laughs> but yeah, check out uh, "Cocaine" by Royce. It's pretty yeah, dope. That shit is great. All right, man. You ready to take a break? Yeah, we can take our break. Come back with our segments. Uh, so this week we're do, we're going to talk about throwback spotlight album is apologize for nothing by Boba Flex, a cool rock band I'm a huge fan of. Um, we're going to do some raise the bars and we're going to count down our top five YouTube shows. Was that the plan? YouTube channels, YouTube channels. Got it. Yeah. Um, so yes, be on the lookout for that. We'll be back. Give us like five to ten minutes, but uh, we'll um, see you in a minute. Two, one. Hey, we're back again. Again, again. What's cracking, y'all? What's going on? We are officially back. This is Iconoclash once again. We are ready to go with our second half of the show. This is when when we usually reserve for segments. So we're going to do three segments. We're going to do our throwback spotlight where we pick an album. What else? Then we're going to do, thank you for asking. We're going to do our raise the bar segment. Is that all? And no, and then we got one more called Top 5. Oh my. Where we talk about our top five something. All right, boom, um, boom, boom. Anyways, this week our throw, we're shining our throwback spotlight on an album called Apologize for Nothing by Boba Flex. All right, you got that CD. Give me the CD so that I can see the track list. Don't worry. This one is not getting broken. I can promise you that. So we got Boba Flex. Apologize for Nothing. Um... I, sug- I I picked this album. This album came out in, I believe, 2005 or so. This is also autographed. That album, that actually is autographed. I met them. I've met them several times. They're the coolest fucking guys ever. They're so cool. Um, I had the privilege of, like, uh, we used to have a morning show here uh, in Columbus on 99.7 The Blitz, which is our rock station. We had a morning show called um, Blazer Mo in the morning. Do you know? Do you know what that is? I've heard you talk about it. Well, they um, they obviously are, don't do their show anymore. It's now um, whoever, Randy and whatever, her fucking boyfriend, husband guy. Um, anyways, um, okay. <laughs> Blazer and Mo was, were cool as fuck. I actually became friends with Mo by like offering to do shit, cool shit for him, like make his website and stuff, which is like as a fan. 
right. I offer to do stuff. And now like, I'm like friends with Mo now. Like he, we That's talk, all, we talk all the time. Um, but Tell Mo, I said, what's up? I will. Um, <laughs> Mo's the man. He still does a show. He's, he lives in Tampa now and he still does like a, a show every Saturday, uh, morning there. Um, but nevertheless, they used to do this thing called, uh, it was originally called free beer Friday where they would br- let listeners come in, sit during the show in the studio and you would get to just chill during the show. It was so free beer? fucking cool. Yes. You would get free beer. That's fucking great. And it was at like six in the morning. That's tight. So, um, all you had to do was like get put on a list and eventually it would be your turn and they'd say, uh, Hey, come on. Right. Uh, we'd be like, fuck yeah. I got to do it like three or four times and it was That's super awesome. cool. Um, I think it was my first time going, um, Boba Flex was there. Like, yeah, they're one of those bands that here in Columbus, they're very popular. This is probably where they're, I mean, I don't know much about where, how popular they are elsewhere, but I imagine this is probably one of their biggest fan bases here. I've heard about them. Like they're a regular band. Yeah. Like they're not from Columbus. Like I I haven't been hip to Boba Flex. So like Boba Flex to me has been like, I don't know, uh, Every other band that I've heard of a million times, like Mudbane, and yeah, I like, like I just know a bunch of bands, and Boba Flex is a band that I knew of. So, I didn't know that that was something that might be regional. They're inter- yes, it's interesting That's because new to me, I don't, I doubt anyone else listening knows who Boba Flex is. Like, I'd be shocked. Honestly. Oh, like I grew up knowing who. Yeah, I know. It was like a band. They're like, very popular here in Columbus. Um, they're one of the bands like <laughs> you. If you listen to like the rock station, you'd always hear uh, commercials for um, one of our venues here. It's called the Al Rosa Villa, and it always yeah, I'm playing there. On February 2nd. He's playing there February 2nd. Be there. Come I've, out and rock with us. I played there. Are you coming? I've played there before. I will play. I will be there. On February 2nd? I will be there. Cool, because I need to sell some tickets. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, so out the Al Roosevelt is a, a really cool, like, little venue, but super cool, like, rock-oriented venue. Um, Sweet. There's this guy who runs it. His name's Rick Catella. Uh, the reason I know that is because he... There would be commercials all the time on the rock station growing up. This guy's owned this place for fucking ever, as, as far as I know. Um, he'd be like, hey, you little bitches. This is Rick Catella, the rock and roll reverend. Coming Friday, mushroom head. And like, you know, he'd be that guy. Oh, um, yeah. He's a super cool guy. I've actually met him many times. Um, uh, just an old rock guy, you know, okay. like yeah. he, everybody knows those guys. Yeah. Uh, but uh, so Boba Flex is always like a band you hear like they're gonna mushroom and Slipknot and Boba Flex like you'd always just hear about them in that way you know it's uh, kind of weird so I always like heard about Boba Flex didn't know shit about them okay my music history and if I if you had told me they were like some major band I would have believed that yeah like, I wouldn't have known any different <laughs> I wouldn't have known at all well, any different what's cool is they I mean they have become like a a national act now they tour the country like they 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 have like record setting amounts of shows every year. You know what I mean? Like they did like 200 shows last year or something crazy. Um, but they've had like eight albums released now. They're pretty, you know, ingrained in, in like a rock underground type of rock culture. Right. Um, but anyways, uh, I didn't mean to make, make this a huge preamble, but I just want to tell you a little bit about my history with Boba Flex. But um, the Free Beer Friday, they came. Um, it was actually interesting because what's what was cool about Free Beer Friday is they would always bring in whatever porn star was going to be performing at Columbus gold that weekend. And tight. That, that week, I know it is tight. <laughs> that was like a, like, cool. I'm going to get to meet a porn star. This is going to be awesome. And I did a couple of times when I went to free beer Friday. I want to meet Alexis, Texas. First chance I get I'm there. Yeah, me too. Um, but I wrote her a love song. If nobody knows, but go ahead. Yes. It's on Spotify. We've talked about it before. She's heard it. She liked it. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, fortunately, 
at the time it was unfortunate for a minute, but fortunately, um, the porn star canceled that weekend and Boba Flex was like in town and they were like friends of the show and they're like, can you come, you know, perform right. in the show and the, uh, for free beer Friday. And they're like, fuck yeah. They right. came in there. This I'm talking, this music studio or the studio they record in. It's, I'm not shitting you. It's like half the size of this area right here. Yeah. It's a very tiny area. Um, they really like the whole band came in with us, with the hosts of the show, all in there, and they like were playing songs and shit. It was hell yeah. It was one of the coolest moments of my life. It's so fucking cool. And I think that moment kind of I have a lot of nostalgia for it. It was it was amazing for me. And it opened up my eyes to Boba Flex. At the time they had they did have a single on the radio, like a single or two um had been playing in rotation, you know, if you listen to the rock station. So they were pretty popular and known here um anyways after that moment i like i literally bought this album and uh they had another album at the time called primitive epic which was there actually before this kind of like a, their first ep it's okay mm-hmm. i mean i like it but this album like i fell in love with i love every fucking song on it there's one song on it that i don't love so much there's one and there's one song that i love more than them all but every other one i i love like every fucking song okay speak peace um, like I, I like this album so much. Like I was like, I, I want to go fucking like, there's a, the art by the way for this album is super cool. That's what, another reason I wanted to grab it. I was like comic, they're comic influenced, uh, shit. Like, you know, all kinds of cool shit. Before but, the show we were talking about, I was looking at the back of that and I was like, Oh, they just got onomatopoeia on here. Yeah. <laughs> onomatopoeia. Um, so, um, I actually like, I was at th- one point I was like, dude, this fucking guardian guy is so cool. Like it'd be dope. It's bad. Uh, he's almost green, but so you can't really see it. Yeah. But I'm like, that'd be cool to get a tattoo of that fucking guy. Like, I was like that into it. Um, nevertheless, this album is great. I, I mean, I can literally like explain how much I love it all day. I've listened to it several times over the past week. I listened to it twice. Um, good. I always try to listen to it at least twice. Same. I, I, I at least you know I'm, I'm the same. I kind of keep it in the background. You know, when I listen to especially the albums you suggest, I'll play it in the background maybe once and try my best to really pay attention at least one other time. Um, but uh, but yeah, great fucking album. If you like rock music at all, would you call us rock? Yeah, I would. I would not. What would you call? I it? think this is a lot closer to metal. Okay. Okay. If you, I could be wrong. If you like rock or metal. Check out Boba Flex. Like this album is especially is fucking great. I think this is if I were to suggest an album of theirs to for some has to really to, strong punk tones to it too. Sure, I could see that. Like content wise, it's yeah. very punk rockish. Yeah, I could see that. There's a couple songs in particular, in particular, um, Bullseye being one of them. Um, let me ask you though, like, are there any specific songs on here that? that you remember that stood out to you that there's uh, three that absolutely stood out to me. Okay. Um, you just ready for me to give my opinions on the album? Yeah, please. I, I'd right. love to hear. I mean, so I, I, I could rant rave about them all day. I'm going to give this a grade. Okay. Now I don't feel comfortable giving it a grade. Okay. I'm going to give it a grade because that's what we do. The reason I don't feel comfortable giving it a grade is because I really shouldn't be giving grades on albums like this. <laughs> um, this is not anything I would ever listen to. Not because of any other reason other than I would never listen to this kind of music. Um, it's just not for me. That That's kind of how I felt about TI. You know? This is really just not at all for me. As a musician, I can listen to this and assess what I think of it. Um, and that's kind of how I'm going to approach this here. Okay. So 
You're, by the way, don't feel like you're going to hurt my feelings. I'm, I know, not, I'm not worried about hurting anybody. I'll say, I know I'm going to be very honest. I know I just prefaced this with like the biggest fanboy no, no, no. ever situation. You know me. I'm going to be very right. honest right now. I'm going to give you my real opinion. All right. um, I listened to this album twice. I don't particularly like it. Okay. That being said, <laughs> I don't know that there's anything on this album that's not good. Okay. I listened to this album twice. I... I don't think I think the guitars sound good the whole way through. I think the one thing that they do very well, which I really hate screaming in songs, mm-hmm. and I can make exception for that when people are actually like hitting notes or like when it's not just incessant screaming. Yeah, when they're act- it actually like is musical. Okay, they do that very well. Okay, so that didn't bother me. Um, I really like the content a lot. I like a lot of the stuff they're talking about. Um. Like I said, it's very punk rocky, yeah. very damn the man, mm-hmm. all that. I'm super into that. <laughs> so I like the content a lot. Okay. Um, I think they do a better job of writing words than most bands. Okay. I think often with um, bands in particular, not rappers, but bands, I mean, I guess with rappers too, but um, words are an afterthought. I think they yeah. focus on the music and then sure. just kind of apply words to it. Um, and I'm super big on words, which is part of the reason why I like rap music so much. Um, I think they did a great job of rating words. Like they have songs like about something concepts. Yes. The things they're saying are interesting. Yeah. I really like that a lot. Yeah, me too. And that's a huge um, reason why I like this album. There is, there is nothing about this album that I thought was bad other than I just, it's just not for me. It's not your type of music. It's just not for me. I thought okay. it was a really like, if you liked this kind of music, I could feel confident recommending this to you. Okay. Um, the three songs that absolutely stood out to me when I look, so I got to Bullseye, and by the time I finished Bullseye, I wasn't sure I was going to be able to listen to this all the way through. <laughs> and again, not because it's bad; it's just clearly not for me. But okay. then I got to Guns Blazing, and I actually really liked that. Fuck yeah, I did. I I liked that song. Yeah, I think that's one of the standout songs. That was on like that album. it was like a good song. Yeah. Um. Then it went from that to Got You Trap, which was fine it was more what i just thought before and then i got to turn the heat up and i really like that song fuck yeah specifically because of the words yeah it's it says cool shit that song is essentially tight. rapping in that song too by the yeah. way yeah i mean it was very it was, it was kind of like, like that. A, he's like a, it's like a scream rap he's like bar like a birth effect you know like um oh that's cool <laughs> the other song that stood out to me was guardian yeah fuck yeah um which i thought was different yes. than the rest of the album okay um those three songs, though, were all like pretty cool. I liked them. So, um, what did you like about? Let's start with Guns Ablaze specifically. Like, um, is there anything um, that, well, sti- I mean, that I, you I, recall? Well, I I do think that as soon as I got to Guns Ablazing, I thought because by the time I got to Bullseye Track Four, I thought this whole album was going to be just like those first four, yelling, and, screaming, yeah. And Guns Ablazing drastically shifted. Yeah. Okay. So let me stop you there. So Hold it on. opened up the door for me to so listen the, to more. The first. Three or the first four songs, um, which I love, Six Feet Underground, Better Than Me, which Better Than Me was a single off this album. You think you're better than me? You think you're better? Here we go. Anyways, um, I, the, and then uh, Bright Red Medicine was kind of cool too. Medicine is tight. Has um, cool things. Bright Red Violent Sex is next, and that's another loud screaming song. And Bullseye, Bullseye, I really love. That's kind of like on some fuck Bush type th- shit. I think um, that with that. Um, but anyways. Uh, but yes, once it gets to Guns A Blazing, which is track five, that song 
they switched the singer like Sean McCoy. It's the, the sing. There's two singers, Sean and Marty McCoy. They're brothers. They switch between guitar and vocals. I wanted to ask you about just because there's two different singers. Yeah. Is it these two? Um, no, that's the bassist. Um, this is Marty and this is Sean in the begin in the front. He looks different now. They both the reason that I ask now, is because on the album cover, which you can see here. Yeah. Um, the this first is three guys right all here. have X's over their mouth. Like yeah. they don't talk. Oh, and the next two have like a frown and a smile. And oh. I thought maybe those are the singers and that's why they don't have X. I was just curious about no, that. No, that's an interesting thought. I don't know why it's like that. That's a good. It's probably just stylized for the artwork yeah. or whatever. I did think, by the way, I just want to mention briefly, the artwork for this is sweet as hell. It is cool. This is great artwork. It's I really like the album cover. Yeah. I like all of it. Um, yeah, same. Um, but yeah, Guns A Blazing. It's that it, to me, I, when I first listened to this album, like I, I'll be honest, like I liked casually like rock music but i mean up until i, I kind of went from icp obsessed with icp to kind of like falling a little bit back on icp and then being like really into like corn and rock metallica and rock music coming back a little bit until i found boba flex so there's kind of like a few phases for me like musically this is probably my favorite band like right now you okay. know what i mean um and by the way i will say this album is probably a little more metal heavy than their more recent albums. You would probably like them a little more. Um, but nevertheless, um, guns a blazing though, like up until I heard guns a blazing, I just liked it. Guns a blazing is where I was like, this shit is fucking. Tight. I feel like, like just sequencing wise, maybe guns a blazing should have came earlier. And this, because four was like the point where I was like about to tap out, like, bro, we have to pick a new CD. <laughs> I hope it never gets and to that point. It's man. not like again, it's not because it's bad. It's just like I didn't know how to assess it. Yeah. Like I don't know how I can really say that much because it's just clearly not something I should really be giving an opinion on to begin with. But that's another uh, reason I wanted you to listen to it. Cause I, I I know how like most people I like like you know, casually like Boba Flex, but I'd be cur- I was curious to see how someone Well, like uh, if Guns of Blazing was like a second track, mm-hmm. I might not have tired of it so early. Okay. You know sure. what I'm saying? If it was a second or even third track, like by the time it took, it took me to get to track five before I felt like, okay, maybe I can keep listening to this. Okay. It's not Steven Seagal, Scott says. But, um, it's not. Steven Se- that Steven Seagal joint is off the hook. I'm just going to say, again, I don't feel comfortable grading this because like I didn't particularly like it, so I don't want to give it a great grade. Give it just a grade but, based on how much you liked well, it. Well, I like, like if I was going to grade it on how much I liked it, it'd get a two or something because. Okay. I just didn't like it, but it's not because it's a two album. Okay, I got you. Like it's clearly better than that. So I don't want to like pan them because I didn't think they were bad musicians. I like. I found all kinds of things to like about it. It just wasn't for me. But I also don't want to give it some great grade when I didn't really like it either. So like, okay. when I give you my grade, I'm just gonna preface it with I really don't belong grading this album to begin with. <laughs> like that just is what it is. My grade, take it with uh, a whole healthy dose of salt. But okay. Um, I'll give it a five. I'll give it right in the middle of the row because I did think everything about it was likable except for the fact that it just wasn't for me. Okay. I think that's completely fair, dude. This this type of music is not for everyone. And I'm, right. at one point, it wasn't for me, you know? Um, I think it was, with me, it was more of like just... Um, if you singled out every individual element of that album, I think yeah. all of it's done well. I, I think I got you. I the know. drums, the guitar, the singing, the screaming, the writing. I think everything is done well. It's just not for me. Um, my love for it, I think it was just a kind of a perfect storm. You know, timing. Um, you know, getting to meet the guys like prior to being a fan. Like, I think that was 
that kind of pushed me over the edge to like really, sure, yeah. to like put me in a heightened state um, when I did finally give them the time Absolutely. of day. And I think that would probably happen for most things. You know, if you watch a comedian and uh, then go seek their shit out, you're probably more likely to um, appreciate their shit. But, um, but yeah, what, what I, going straight from like juggalo shit to like, you know, rock music, like this was like the next step. I think, Honestly, um, by no means am I. Do I think Boba Flex is like a Juggalo band or even caters to Juggalos? I actually, I doubt they even like Juggalos. But I'll say not at all. This does not strike um, me as Juggalo ish in any way, shape, or form. The only comparison they do. I was to say the comparison I'm going to make is they do have like a few concept songs that I've never really heard like any other artist really tackle as good as they do, other than like Juggalo type artists. Well, I was going to say the content in a lot of ways. Reminds me of Corporate Avenger. Okay. Which isn't uh, yeah, exactly Juggalo Tide, but there's a series of connections there you can make. I got that. Um, I'm mainly referring to when I say like maybe a Juggalo type of sound. Um, there's a song called uh, Family on here. Um, yeah. Which is, he's like, um, my brother has no physical form. He is just pure thought. <laughs> it's like all singing. Then it's like, do you know about my family family whatever the fuck they say um but, but that song not, not because it's called family either that's just a coincidence but it's a very like conceptual song like he's literally like talking about members of his family like the first verse is like here's my mom here's like some weird shit about her here's my dad here's some weird shit about him like it's it's just like a wacky kind of goofy song right. but well done you know um I, grading this album i'm giving this a 9.9 9, all right Wow. This album gets a 9.9 9.9. The only reason it doesn't get a straight 10 is because there's a song I don't love on it. Which is? One song I just don't love. <laughs> they have a song called Don't Lie Down With Dogs. Don't lie down with dogs. Um, Kind of. I guess. <laughs> uh, they'll bite you or some shit. I remember. Like, I, I heard it. In the song, he's like, it, I mean, I wish I could just play it. I'm going to sing it just to be funny. Um, it's like, <laughs> don't lie down with dogs. You'll just get fleas again. Burn. Dun, dun, he says something dun, about dun. the dogs will bite you. He says probably, but in there. like he starts like it's got this kind of weird like because um, I, when I was listening to it, I was like, why would you say snakes? Snakes works better. I don't know. I mean, there's a the phrase "Don't lie down with dogs." You'll just get fleas. Haven't you heard of that? No, I've heard. Like it's a it's a phrase like saying like "Don't fuck sluts." You know, don't lie down with dogs. You'll get fleas again. You've never yeah, heard of that? I've never heard that. No. All right. Well, that's what it's saying. But it, it's obviously like their their attempt at like a funny like just fucking around song, right. which is fine. It's it's fine for that reason. Right. But I don't enjoy particularly listening to that song. When I listen to this album, I listen to the whole thing front to back. But I usually skip that song. Um, so not front to back. <laughs> not front to back. The last song, though, at, right after that is the last song called Rescue You, which is another like concept song. Is like, which is pretty cool. It's like a song about like saving a damsel in distress and shit. It's, mm -hmm. it's like really weird. For, like you don't hear like rock bands doing like storytelling songs right. and shit that often. Not Again, especially bands are less focused on words. Yeah, especially ones where. You know, the storytelling songs, you can actually understand what they're saying. And they're tight, you know? Yeah. I've come to rescue you. That shit is so fucking tight. Boba Flex, <laughs> you're, you're the shit. Um, Super van. Oh, look, I got, I even got some of my stuff. I, I tried to find a Boba Flex. I've had Boba Flex shirts, but I've worn them out and shit. I legitimately couldn't find one to wear today. But, um, 
I do have like this cool Chemical Valley CD. Um, this is like they released a, a song called Home. This is like the single, well, like an EP that had it on there. But I got that signed. I got fucking Hell in My Heart CD right here, and I have it signed too. Check it out. Uh, there's all the guys right there. Like this Hell in My Heart's one of their later CDs, like released a few years ago. Um, you there's some definitely some songs I would recommend to you that you would like. Um, some songs there's some songs straight sung by Marty that like the whole ones the whole way through and um. I think you would really like him. Like Home. Uh, you've never heard Home? Um, I think so. It's probably their most, uh, well. I home. mean, it could be one of those things, like maybe I heard it somewhere and didn't know I heard it. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Bury, with my, bury Me With My Guns On. If, if anybody, well, besides Apologize For Nothing, which is the CD we're talking about today, if I were to recommend one song on this, my oh, my favorite song on Apologize For Nothing, by the way, is Turn The Heat Up. Without a doubt. It's a good one. That song is so fucking tight. They used to close. I've seen Boba Flex in concert probably, I don't know, 10 times. Um, they used to close every show. Like that was their encore song. They would play all their fucking sweet music. Then they come out for an encore and play Turn the Heat Up. And as soon as you heard like, dun, 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 oh, it was like, ah, like you just like, it like powers you up like a fucking super saiyan. <laughs> you should <laughs> everyone should go see Boba Flex if they're coming to town they put on a great show I mean as many shows as they put on like you know they're good at it you know what I mean they seem like they would be good live too like just from the sound of the album they seem like they would be good live yeah this is my, their latest album by the way Eloquent Demons which I have the vinyl of but that's a sweet ass album artwork too yeah the album the artwork on this shit is fucking incredible it reminds me of the Ill Bill shit yeah oh yeah check out that shit that is so fucking tight that's Boba Flex right there eloquent demons um but um um if you're gonna if anyone who's a new fan and wants to check them out i mean don't get me wrong apologize for nothing is a great i mean that's where i started and i fell in love with them but um my favorite song by the band is a song called savior which is on their um another album which i have somewhere but it's called uh tales from dirt town savior is a, an amazing song um and i believe it is sung by marty the whole time and so is home and several other songs and okay you, i'd recommend them they have a lot of tight videos on youtube peep them on youtube i boba flex i could suck your dick all day long but just know <laughs> that uh, i'm a huge fan and i uh i look forward to everything you do and in, in everything so like i said i didn't think anything about it was not good other than it just wasn't for me would you go to a show with me to boba flex hell yeah Fuck yeah. I love going to shows, bro. All and right. they seem like they will put on a good show. They do. Um, all right. Well, we'll uh, be on the lookout for us, Boba yeah, Flex. <laughs> <laughs> all right. That's it, man. 9.9 out of 5. It's okay. Uh, oh, what's going to be the uh, next week's album? Next week's album, we're doing Ice Cubes. Uh, laugh Now, Cry Later. <laughs> okay. Is that old? Like, how old is uh, that? It's like, I think it's like 2006. Okay. So it's not like, yeah, old, yeah. it's not like death certificate. No, like that's why I was older, older, older stuff. But, um, I I got that album and I love that album. When it right. came out. I really, really <laughs> love that album. I have not listened to it probably since around the time it came out, so it'll be fresh for me too. Okay. But I I've always loved Ice Cube. Like he just I just think he makes great gangster rap music. Again, not for you, but I've been I put this one off a couple weeks. I thought about this like three or four weeks ago. And I put it off a little while because I wanted to try to give you some other things. To talk okay. About, like, no, I, I did. Ice it, man. Cube is hard to not like, bro. <laughs> like, how, how could you not like I, Ice Cube? I like Ice Cube. Cube I'm, is the man. I'm looking forward to listening to it because I've never listened to like an Ice Cube album like straight through. Well, this is probably not like the best starting point. I got you, but it's a good album. I like it. All right. Well, so. be on the lookout for that. Laugh now, cry later. Yep. By Ice Cube. Hell yeah. Yes, sir. All right. 
What's why that Ice Cube album? Asked Christopher Monks. Uh, just because I had like a, an affinity for it in a time. Yeah, you just had, because at at the time that was a thing for me. I got you. It's one that's nostalgic for me personally, yeah. so that's why I chose that one. Okay. Hell yeah. Yeah, it's a good one. All right, bro. Let's do it. All right. What's next? Oh, you know what? Before this, hold Yo. on. You know what? What's up, bro? Look what I. There's some more shit down here. I found. What'd you find? I found this Joker album. <laughs> oh, what should we do with that, bro? I found another Joker album. This one's called Trail of Destruction. I think it's just begging to be. Wait, before you destroy it. Who said I was going to do that? Come on. Before you destroy it, bro. All right, what? Just show them that picture, that album cover. This, that guy. He looks like a real cool guy. <laughs> Look. He looks like a chronicle of epic disses. He looks like like he was the popular guy in high school. <laughs> he looked like he had lots of friends. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fucking weenie. Um, what do you think we should do with this? Look, this, look, this album is signed by the Joker, too. All the signed Joker merchandise. Do you think this will be worth anything anytime? You think we should sell this on eBay? It won't now. Oh, fuck. Boy, Jesus Christ. Fuck him. You know what? <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, shit. Woo. Woo, shit is getting real, son. All right, let's do raise the ball. We don't like him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Don't look yet. We got shit all over us, bro. Deep like scars. Now tuned in to the motherfucking <laughs> uh, you ready for <laughs> you ready for raise the bars, bro? Is pixie dust, bro. <laughs> oh, little pixie dust, got me. Oh <laughs> shit! All right, man, you ready? <laughs> I got six for you today. So fire behind him! Oh shit, he's so cool. <laughs> um, I got six for you today. Do you want me to just start and end? That's cool. Let's do that. All right. Oh man, we got this little look at this little square around us. That's pissing me off. Whatever. <laughs> I'm less concerned. I know. I'm All not right. the technical guy. You're the technical guy. All right, man. Here we go. A little pixie dust, bro. I know. Ooh. It's everywhere. Ooh. Damn it, Joker. You're making me have to fucking clean up. Brush you off my shoulder, bro. God damn it. All right. Not sober yet. Don't pose a threat. Yo, I hold a tech. Soda jetpack on my back. Blast like Boba Fett. While you bickering, this flame is still flickering. And the magnetic attraction to my wisdom keeps you listening. Not sober yet. Don't pose a threat. Yo, I hold a tech. Soda jetpack on my back. Blast like Boba Fett. While you bickering, this flame is still flickering, and the magnetic attraction of my wisdom keeps you listening. Huh. What the fuck does soda jetpack on my back mean? I don't know. I have no idea. <laughs> like, is there even a... Like, it says, like Boba Fett, but that just sounds like you're describing Boba Fett. It doesn't has, sound like it means anything for you. He has a jetpack. I don't know what the what soda jetpack. Yeah, I'm with you. I get what you're saying. I'm not sure. I think it's just cool. I sounding. think the scheme is cool. I like the way it rhymes and the way it all hits. Yeah. I don't know that any of this means any not sober yet. Don't pose a threat. Yo, I hold a tech. Like, it's just stuff that rhymes. Yeah, I got you. While you bickering, this flame is still flickering and the magnetic attraction of my wisdom keeps you listening. I like those two bars a lot. Specifically, the fourth bar. I'll give it a seven. It's cool. Okay, it's cool. that's fair. Um, I, yeah, I don't think this was exceptional, but um, it, this is Rizza. Bad. It's this cool. Is, this is Rizza. We've used him many times before on this um 
segment, and the song is called You'll Never Know. You know I fuck with RZA, so there's yeah. that. Man, I'm getting fucking scratches and shit all on my hand. <laughs> <laughs> all right, man, you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. All right, here we go. Saw you. Subliminal thoughts when I'ma stop sending them. Women are caught in the web, spin them and hock venom. Adrenaline shots of penicillin. Could not get the illin to stop. Amoxicillin's just not real enough. Is this Eminem? It is oh. Eminem. And you right. executed it very poorly. <laughs> <laughs> Subliminal thoughts when I'ma stop sending them. Women are caught in web, spin them and hock venom. Adrenaline shots of penicillin. Could not get the illin to stop. Amoxicillin's just not real enough. You're not anywhere close. Oh, amoxicillin's just not real enough. No. Something like that. Rate it, and then I'll, I'll right. go for you. Uh, this is tight as fuck. I it think is this is great. Fuck. I give this a nine. I I I picked this because I was gonna try to do a whole set of bars or tens, oh. and this was the only one that I thought was a ten that I could get. I would have given it a ten. Okay. Yeah, I do think it's really good. The only re- the only supplement here. Hold the, on. Wait, wait. The only reason I'm not giving it a ten is because. I have a hard time because I want to leave room for something that's undeniable. I agree. While that is tight as fuck, I don't know that it's undeniable because he's not really saying is, a whole bunch. He's I just think, It's just cool sounding words together. This is from Till I Collapse. Okay. And this, I think, is one of the greatest rap songs of all time. Okay. I think this is the best verse, and I think it's one of his brightest spots as an MC in his career. Okay. But it's subliminal thoughts when I'm a stop sending them women a caught in web, spin them in hot venom, adrenaline shots, a penicillin could not get the illin to stop. Amoxicillin's just not real enough. That's tight. Yeah, he's spazzing. <laughs> he's spazzing. Come on, I was pretty close with that. No, nah, you messed up the whole adrenaline shots. A penicillin could not get yeah. the illin to stop. I know Amoxicillin's just You could tell it's Eminem though, just because he's got the like popping. That's just hitting, bro. Yeah, he's he's good at that. It's, I mean, it's so distinct. You know, I knew immediately. Yeah. Almost like within two words, subliminal thoughts. You know, uh, that, subliminal thoughts, adrenaline shots, penicillin yeah. could not. Illin that's tight to as stop. Fuck. Amoxicillin, man, that shit is woo. That's tight as fuck. The more Tim's than pro kids. I'm more Tim's than pro kids. I'm Rock Kim. I know the ledge. I know the feds photo lenses follow me. It's code red. If hoes claim it's code red, it's all good. It's all head. You want a problem? No sweat. I'll body you on Boba Fett. So obviously these are Boba Fett bars. They're all Boba Fett. In honor of my one of my favorite bands, Boba Flex. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> I'm more Tim's than pro kids. I'm rock him. I know the ledge. I know the feds photo lenses follow me. It's code red. If hoes claim it's code red, it's all good. It's all ahead. You want a problem? No sweat. I'll bother you on Boba. Man, this shit is super tight, bro. Okay. Nine. Okay. I like it a lot. Wow. I'm shocked by that. I really like this. I thought this was just okay, but um, I don't think you'll be disappointed. This is a song called Fed to the Lions by the band rap group army of pharaohs army of pharaohs is sweet as fuck bro this is apathy specifically apathy is sweet as fuck bro that yeah that doesn't disappoint me at all that is really tight i really like that good all right <clears throat> you know what a challenger get same thing the challenger did boom show me where the challengers is i've been waiting a calendar list i'm better than beat it in purple rain up up and away like i'm finna save lois lane but don't own a cape this is really tight. Um, I don't think it's as good as the last one, but it, it is dope. You know, you know what a challenger gets. Same thing the challenger did. Boom! Show me where the challengers is. I've been waiting a calendar list. I'm better than beat it in purple rain. Up, up and away, like I'm a finna save Lois Lane, but I don't own a cape. 
Uh, I think the first two bars are way better than the second that two. That first bar is fucking crazy. It is, the first and that first bar is great, and especially where um, same thing the challenger did. Yeah, boom, that is tight as fuck. Um, I'll give this an eight. I really I like it. Fair. It's just not great, or not the greatest to me. I think it's really good. I don't. Th- I think that's probably pretty close to accurate. Um, this is a buddy of mine. His name is Joseph Bills. Okay. Yeah, and he's he's an Arizona rapper. He's super nice. Um, I. It's not often that I find local peers that I admire so much. I think he's great. I think he's a very, very good rapper. What's his name? Joseph Bills. Joseph Bills. People. All right. Back in the day when I was a slave, living life in the fast lane like a pod, like in a pod race, mean streak tweaked. I became a basket case. So the space a a split that place post haste. Hmm. Back in the day when I was a slave, living life in the fast lane like in a pod race, mean streak tweaked, I became a basket case. So the space A split, that place post haste. There's a lot of that scheme there in the last two. Damn. It's okay. I don't think it's bad. I don't think it's super great. It's fine. Uh, I'll, get, I'll get a six. Okay. This is MC Chris, a song called Fets Vet. It's a song about Boba Fett. Oh, it's cool. <laughs> it's like he, he's like a. I've never listened to MC Chris, but I guess he's like a nerdcore rapper. I've heard of him before. All righty, it's cool. Yeah, all right. All right. Um, in the Bible, it says, "What comes around goes around." Is it supposed to be homo? Homo. Homo? <laughs> it's a name. <laughs> All right. In the Bible, it says, what goes around comes around. Homo shot me. Three weeks later, he got shot down. Now it's clear that I'm here for a real reason. Because he got hit like I got hit. But he ain't fucking breathing. Bible says, what goes around coming around. Homo shot me. Three weeks later, he got shot down. Now it's clear that I'm here for a real reason. Because he got hit like I got hit. But he ain't fucking breathing. That is ice cold. That's just ice cold, bro. <laughs> God damn, that's ice cold. Uh, I like that. That's, I mean, that's, I mean, that's like some shit. Like if you were, if I was related or friends with Hamo, I'd be fucking pissed. After- <laughs> Hamo shot him. I know, but I'm just saying like, well, see the, the- I, I'd, I'd be, don't, don't spoil nothing, but well, I, I wasn't, I was just saying I would be pissed just cause that, how ice cold and hard that, that stanza is. Well, like, I think this is, pretty fucking ice cold <laughs> but i think there's undertones here where is he implying that he shot hamo hmm, let me see he doesn't say that yeah of course he's implying that that's a Three weeks later he got shot yeah. down yeah so he's here now it's clear that i'm here for a real reason because he, he got, got hit, hit like, like I, I got hit, hit but he ain't he fucking, fucking breathing like me you know what i mean like i'm fucking breathing but, but i mean like there's it's also like saying like he got shot in the same place as I got shot. I survived. He did. Yeah. There's also like a um, undertone of maybe like a religious aspect to it. Maybe that I'm here for a real reason. Like I'm meant to be here, right. you know, so I'm meant to be here, but he ain't. But I, th- I like the gangster aspect of it more of, you know, yeah, yep. it was fucking me. Yep. I'm admitting I it. I agree. <laughs> um, I'll get this is tight as fuck. I like it more than last one. So I'll give this an 8.5. I think that's fair. Look, this is 50 cent. Okay. From many men. Okay. Again, I'm not a big 50 Cent fan. This is the illest quotable I think he's ever had. Okay. Like, this shit is fucking nice to me. Yeah, I love it. That's really shot tight. me three weeks later. He got shot down. Like, ugh. 
He ain't fucking breathing. Like, like knowing it's 50 Cent, it was probably more the gangster. Like, <laughs> right. He's a, he's a real gangster. You know like what I mean? Like I said, I like that he doesn't come out and say, like, I shot Hamo. <laughs> yeah. Like, I shot you back. Like, right. He found this, like, very clever, witty way to, like, kind of slide it in there and yeah. imply it. Like, <laughs> that shit is slick to me, bro. That is very slick. I like it. All right. <clears throat> I know the tech kid, the sound of thunder. No respectable Boba Fett like Bounty Hunter. No remorse, mega force records seek and destroy. We kill them all, zip up the bag, bring them to the morgue. I'm sure that they make destroying morgue work better than I did. Um, I don't like this at all. <laughs> I don't, I'm, I'm like looking to see if there's anything I really like. Nope. Nope. Okay. I don't think it really makes all that much sense. Yeah, that's all I right. I think it goes together. <sighs> Three. Okay, this is why I picked six because I knew I had a couple that were like not very strong, um, and this is one of them. I don't, I don't. It's mainly just my choice of bars because I wanted to fit Boba okay. Fett in there. But this is Ill Bill, a song called "120 Percent Dark Side Justice." Yeah, see, like maybe if Ill Bill, I could see him that. rhyming morgue with destroy. Right, he probably. Uh, <laughs> like I said, if I if I heard Ill Bill do this, I might like it more. Yeah, I'm sure. You but would. just reading this. I'm not impressed. And you know I love Ill Bill. I got it. I know it. Yeah, it's not. I'm not thrilled with that. Well, you win some, you lose some. Not every bar is a banger, you know? Well, I mean, no MC is banging all exactly. the time. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's just how it goes. When I get your brain, your thoughts is shifted. I'm incredible. Highly technical. Meant for triumph. Raw ink. Damn it. I almost had it. <laughs> when I get your brain, your thoughts is shifted. I'm incredible. Highly technical. Meant for triumph. Raw intricate. I need medical more than science. Then more science, scars and stitches, alphabetical gems blow by him. Pause a tidbit. It's very technical. It's hard to, it's hard to even spit out. I need medical, then more science, scars and stitches, alphabetical gems blow by him. Pause a tidbit. Um, I think you could have, could have thought of something. Uh, maybe it's just because it's out of context. I think the pause a tidbit is kind of weird. Like I would have found something else. I, okay, hold on. I got it. Then more science, scars and stitches, alphabetical gems blow by and pause a tidbit. <laughs> You're a lot closer with Cl that. A lot closer. Right. <laughs> raw intricate, raw intricate. I need medical. Then more science, scars and stitches, alphabetical gems blow by and pause a tidbit. All right. Rhyming it all like that, it does sound a little better. When I get your brain, your thoughts are shifted. I'm incredible, highly technical, meant for triumph, raw and tricky. I need medical more than science, than more science, scars and stitches, alphabetical gems blow by them. Pause a tidbit. Is that pretty close? It's a lot closer. Okay. Um, I like it. I mean, it's took me a second. I, hearing it wrapped the way it is meant to be, I'm sure it sounds fucking nice. I by no means should be wrapping this, um, <laughs> but I can, I can tell it's tight, you know? I don't really understand the alpha. I wish I understood what that meant. The I'll be honest. I don't know what any of it means. It's, um, it's just shit. Seems like shit talking. I don't know what alphabetical gems blow by him. Maybe it's, um, the irony here is that he's saying alphabetical gems blow by him, meaning like his lyrics are just too sophisticated. And that's literally what's happening to me right now. Uh, but I'll pause it a bit and give this one a, 
I like it. That's fair. I like it. I don't love it. I love your assessment because you're super spot on. This is Tech Nine, mental giant. He's okay. a mental giant. <laughs> I, I almost said it was Tech when Nine. I get, when I get your brain, your thoughts is shifted. I'm incredible, highly technical, mental triumph, raw, intricate. I'm in medical, more science, scars and stitches, alphabetical gems, blow, buying paws a tidbit. Like, you can hear Tech doing that. Yes, absolutely. And you know what? That's exactly the kind, same kind of shit you've been saying when, when I give you a Tech That's Nine exactly bars. exactly what it was. Is he's saying shit without saying shit. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I mean, it's funny how we broke it down very similarly. Like you give me Tech yeah. Nine twice, and I didn't know it was him either time, and you didn't know it this time, and we had the same assessment almost yeah. entirely. I, I really but I love you, alphabetical gems blow by, and maybe saying he's so <laughs> ahead of everybody else. Like he's a mental giant, bro. Okay, yeah, You're that makes spot sense. on with what he's going for. Well, hey, man, I mean that's a good stanza right there, then, because you know I I got the point. I, think, I really like this song. I think he's really spazzing the whole time. I think it's just a great one, narcissistic. Yeah, his oh yeah, his um his raps in this song are like he's like at the top of his game in this song. I'm not. I'm just partial. Not really partial to the hook. I don't really give a fuck about it. I love it. The sample is a mental, mental giant. Oh, I just think everything about that, that is just like a really fucking cool song. <laughs> I like it a lot. All right. Um, moving on. Cool. If you want to step up to the kid, aim is a threat. You're a secondary character and I'm Boba Fett. Like, ah, see, we are not the same because I rap for the love and you rap for fame and you rap for thugs that don't actually bang and I rap for nerves that don't ever get laid. Like, hey, this shit is slick. I like this, bro. <laughs> I really loved it because I rap for love and you rap for fame and you rap for thugs that don't actually bang. <laughs> and I rap for nerds that don't ever get laid. Like, hey, that shit is woo. <laughs> I like this a lot. That's some shit that I might say, bro. Like, I don't even think it's really that intricate or super crazy, but I like it so much. I'm giving it a nine. Dope. This is a rapper. I don't, I've, I've never heard of him. His name's echo E K O H. Have you ever heard of this person? Um, don't know if he's actually good, but this song, this is a song called free verse, which judging by the little caption on genius appeared to be some kind of, um, contest entry song. Well, I will say that um, a lot of times nerdcore rappers, I've probably said this on this podcast before, but they have like corny voices and don't execute well yeah. and things like that. And maybe if I heard this, I wouldn't like it nearly as much. But for reading this right now, I like it a lot. They're usually really dope writers, like sometimes. very intricate, like storylines. Like I, sometimes, sometimes, because I'm. I'm immediately picturing there's a rapper named Shay for the Dark Lord that I actually like. That's a nerdcore rapper, and um, he has some he has some of the dopest concepts for songs that I've ever heard. Like very up my alley, but he's not like he's not a ten rapper. He's he's a good enough passable rapper, and I like listening to him. Um, but yeah, I, for that reason, like he has kind of a wacky, right. nerdy voice too, which I, I probably could see you not really liking him. Right. I'm sure I you, think the bars are, I, I really love, I rap for love, you rap for fame, yeah. <laughs> you rap for thugs that don't actually bang. That shit is slick. <laughs> I like it. Um, Let me make a note here. Hold on. Okay, make your note. <laughs> All right. Thanks for filling the void. Yeah, that was what I was doing there. Immediately, I see the end bomb. All right, so I'm going to tell you with this one. before I, I need to preface this one because this works perfectly as four bars, and I could not figure out how to segment in the four bars appropriately. Okay. So when you see the lines all fucked up, 
that might not even be fucked up. Like I might have fucked it up, bro. Okay. Like it works normal. I just copied I, the way Genius has it already. Well, Genius doesn't always have it right. Oh, I got to you. begin with. All right. But I just want to let you know this works perfectly fine in four bars, and I couldn't figure out how to line it up right. I spent like twenty minutes trying to do it. I was like, "Fuck it, whatever." We'll see. All right. I'm careful every step I take. You the nigga walk up in a shootout with some pepper spray. That'd be the last mistake you ever made. Me, I chop off. I chop his head off from a rooftop and race it downstairs just to see if I can catch his fade. What's catch his fade mean? You never heard that slang term? I have. Like run my fade or like catch my fade. What's that mean? Like let's fight. Okay. Like you got to catch my fade. It means you got to fight. All right. Let me read it again. I'm careful every step I take. You the nigga walk up in a shootout with some pepper spray. I like those two bars are pretty tight. Um, That'd be the last mistake you ever made. Me? I chop his head off from a rooftop and race it downstairs just to see if I can catch his fade. So he's saying you got the execution very spot on. So he chop his head off from a rooftop and race it downstairs just to see if I can catch it. So he wants to go like a fade haircut. So he wants to go downstairs and uppercut the head before it gets all the way downstairs. No, he's saying like to catch his fade because I cut his head off. I see. See if I can catch his fade. That's pretty cool. I like that. Oh, it's some ice cold shit. Too. That is some ice cold <laughs> shit. Uh, I mean, that's some shit. This person is talking some shit. Yeah. God, I don't want to be. I wouldn't want to be on the other end of this. Hope nobody ever says anything that mean about me. Um, I think the rapping is just. I mean, I, the shit he's saying is ice cold, and I w- I'm scared to even give us a bad grade. But um, it's not. I I don't love it. I it's my I think it's my least favorite so far today. I'll give this a. I I love the puns though, like the shootout. You, you walk him and shoot out with some pepper spray. Like, oh, that's not really a pun, but I love that line, and I love right. the the last two. The chop his head off from a rooftop and race it. That those two lines alone are really dope. I'll give this a seven just because I don't love it, but. Um, this is Joe Budden. It's from Remember the Titans, which is uh, fabulous. Budden, um, Lloyd Banks, and Royce the Five Nine. They're all just kind of spazzing the whole time. I have used Royce's bars from this song in a previous segment of Raise the Bars. Okay, but uh, it's I'm careful, Larry. Step a take. You the nigga walk up in a shootout with some pepper spray. That'd be the last mistake you ever made. Me, I chop his head off from a rooftop and race it downstairs just to see if I can catch his fade. I just thought that was fucking sweet. I just like it a lot. I just, I really love this song. Obviously, I've used bars from it twice. No. I, I think everybody is rapping on it very well. What's uh, the song called? It's called Remember the Titans. Remember it's from Move Music 4, which is a free mixtape. Okay. Download. Cool. Very dope. I love me. Mean, there's no mistake. I'm a huge button fan. I know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Here's yours. Oh, this might be the last one. Yeah, this is the last one, man. All right. The SAR melts your mind. I spit like a nine. Is that fast? I don't even know. I typically use an EE3 carbine rifle to Boba Fett shoot, execute rappers underwater, tie a wire to their wetsuit. The SAR melts your mind. I spit like a nine. Is that fast? I don't even know. I typically use an EE3 carbine rifle to Boba Fett shoot, execute rappers underwater, tie a wire to their wet. Eh. Eh. It's all right. It's all right. I give it a 5.5. Okay. This is uh, Army of Pharaohs, a song called Curse of the Pharaohs. Yeah. Do you know which? I, it was? I didn't write that one down. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> you can see the drastic swings in Army of Pharaohs there. <laughs> I've never listened to Army of Here, let me put that They're on sweet, my. Bro. They're I, sweet as fuck. I have a note that says seek out that I'm you making like, sure I put notes up. You like Ill Bill? Yes. It's a lot like that. Okay. A lot like that. 
Army of Pharaohs. Army of Pharaohs is sweet. I'll peep that out. I like them. Snow Goons is sweet. They're all like kind of like similar. I've heard of Snow Goons before. They just actually, I think I just saw it. They put out a new song. I haven't listened to it. They're all like affiliated. Yeah, I mean, they're all like closely tied and they might share members. I don't know who all is in which group. Okay. But yeah, they're all like same circles. All right, bro. Well, let's go to, let's just dive straight into. Let's not, because I have to piss. I'll be right back. Fill oh, some time. God damn it. I have to. I'm sorry. I can't. Bro, you got CDs all over the place, bro. What are you doing, bro? <laughs> I mean, it's for the love of the Look pod, this, bro. bro. For the love of the pod. <laughs> uh, let's see. That's a metaphor. I'm eating you, bro. Ooh. Called out the Joker, Ethan. What do you have to say about that? You know what? I've been using this CD for my coaster. It's just a white CD with coffee stains all over it. This has been. I've been using this for my coaster. I should have been using a Joker album. God damn it! That would be that would be the real slap in the face, right? Do you think slapping? Do you think what's more of a slap in the face? Using someone's album for a coaster, or just breaking it on a live podcast? <laughs> breaking several signed albums on a podcast i don't know i'll just keep using this one for my coaster it, it works great i th- i think i tried to record something on it and didn't pan out so i was like boom new coaster cds legitimately make the best coasters so hey, this is what li- literally what i'm talking about right now yes um oh you know what I had a couple more notes I was going to say about Boba Flex. One thing I was pissed about, I'm going to bring it. I'm, I'm going to wait till he comes da- back down so I can bring this up. Here it comes. Hey, I just, I, I remembered, I made some notes about Boba Flex. <laughs> I just want to tie up a couple loose ends real quick. Hold on, bro. Hold on, bro. I'm just sick of the Joker being a big bad bully of the internet, bro. Oh, are you? He's a big bad bully of the internet rap game. Yeah. He think he could walk around and try to outwrap everybody and be the big bad. Bo- What's up, bro? Ooh. What's up, bro? Whoa! See my bars, bro. Whoa, man! I'm just saying, you're putting off a vibe. See dude. my bars, bro. You're putting off a crazy. Um, I'm just thinking about that. Like you really want to run around and just talk that shit. And think you can bully all these? Like try bully me, bro. Oh, harsh word. I got bars for you, bro. Why is shit looking all? Ex- <laughs> Why is all of our, all our, explo- our exposure all fucked? I'll be on your fucking helmet. Right. Yeah, I don't know, man. Um, I was gonna mention this about Boba Flex. I want to start yeah. a ca- I want to start a campaign. Okay, this is the last thing I'm gonna mention about Boba Flex. But if you'll help me, I was trying to do some like research on Boba Flex to find some more information, tidbits and facts that maybe I didn't know. I don't claim to be a real super fan. Like know everything about him. I Bro, know you came across like a real super fan. Did I could? Yeah, I'm glad. Thank you. <laughs> you came across like quite the super fan. You busted out 35 different pieces of Boba Flex merch. Well, good. Telling I'm, stories and if Boba Flex watches this and reaches out as Flipside has, if they do something similar, I want them to know that I am a super fan. But I I didn't want to come off of this as a creepy super fan because I don't know everything about him. But I did like read some shit. I was trying to like brush up on some shit I could bring up on the show. Brush up. I'm trying to brush up. <laughs> um, they do not. And this is a foot. This outraged me. They do not have a Wikipedia for their band. I guess you got to write it. We have to make that happen. We. 
Yeah. What is this wee shit? Are you going to help me? I know nothing about him, bro. Dude, this podcast will bring a Boba Flex Wikipedia page to I will, the public. All right, all right. I'll, I'll help you. Okay. Uh, under one uh, premise. What? Under, under one, one demand. What? I need to say in the Wikipedia pay, page, ends gave him a five out of ten. <laughs> Okay. Ends of Iconoclash gave him All a right. five out of ten. I'm gonna see to it. I'm gonna see what it would take to start a Wikipedia page because I might even be insulting because they're better than a five. It's just <laughs> just how I had to grade it because of my circumstance. We'll, we'll put it as known rock music hater, known metal music hater ends gave this. We'll we'll phrase it like I don't this. hate metal. It's just not for me. But yeah, I, I, known metal disliker ends Columbus rapper. <laughs> he, he, even he gave this album a five out of ten. That's a great way to say it, right? Sure. <laughs> but he yes. said it was a good album. It just wasn't for him. Boba Flex, I am. We're gonna make you a Wikipedia. That's on you, bro. That's that's my fucking goal. All right. Um, goals. Hashtag goals. <laughs> oh, and by the way, hashtag goals. By the way. As a Boba Flex super fan, I just found out today that they did have a self-titled EP that came out before Primitive Epic that I've never heard of. It's called Boba Flex. And um, I would like to hear that. If anyone has the hookup on that, thank you. All right, moving on. All right, moving on. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's do our top five fucking YouTube channels. Yeah, boom, boom, boom. This was really hard for me. Was it? Yeah. So let me ask you this. Is it YouTube channels or YouTube shows? Because I had channels. Some channels have multiple shows. Right. Absolutely. Okay, so cha just channels is fine. I did channels. Okay. Mine are actually channels too, but I just wanted to make sure. Okay. Uh, like, the reason this was hard for me is because a lot of, like, my favorite ones are very similar. Okay. And then a lot of the stuff on my YouTube, like, I watch YouTube all the time. The last stuff that I watch on YouTube is not necessarily, like, a YouTube channel. It's, like, a TV show that has clips on YouTube. I think that's or, okay. Because like, like, Joe Button. I watch Joe Button podcast all the time, yeah. but it's just his podcast. That's better for the podcast discussion and the I YouTube gotcha. channel discussion, even though I watch them all the time on YouTube. I'll say I specifically made sure that all of mine, none of mine were on my podcast list. I made that distinction because last week we counted out our top five favorite podcasts. And I, obviously, as we all know, most podcasts are also YouTube shows. So we, but we wanted to just further separate just to put it on wax, our favorite podcasts and our favorite YouTube channels. Um, and that's why we're doing YouTube channels today. So check out last week if you want to see the our top five favorite podcasts, which do include a lot of uh, video podcasts. All right. That said, um, did you have any honorable mentions that you yeah, wanted to bring up? Okay. Um, I want to give an honorable mention to your average consumer. Okay. It's you are. It's all one word. Okay. Yeah. See, boom. That'll pop right up. Uh, his name's Judd. I've seen this guy. Yeah, yeah. He just He's super popular. He just does all kinds of tech stuff. Like unboxing. Um, lots of shit. video games. Uh, yeah, lots of stuff like that. But he's extremely likable. His wife is heavily involved. She's very likable. Um, they have like fun contests that they do and like like where they like go into Best Buy and they each have $500 and they try to see who can get the better haul and then everybody has to vote online to see whose haul was better. Oh, okay. Like just dumb shit. But like it's just likable. He keeps you up to date on tech. Um I really like this channel. Um, part of the reason I didn't put it in my top five was because his name is your average consumer. And I just hate that name. Like, I don't want to even think of myself as a consumer. Obviously I am, but it makes me feel gross. What's his name? Judd. 
Oh, Judd. Okay. You did say that. Um, but like he'll get you hip to all kinds of crazy stuff. He's got 2.2 million. He's super cool, bro. Like I really like him. And I also have a good friend that he reminds me a ton of. Okay. My buddy Colin. Um, he just, he's super, he kind of looks like him. They talk kind of the same. They have similar mannerisms. Yeah. uh, We went to Red Robin one time. Yeah. That's my guy, bro. But like he reminds me of my buddy Colin a lot. Okay. Um, which I think probably helps why I like him so much because I love Colin. All right. So that's your honorable mention. That's one. Um, I've got another one for Random Frank P. Okay, which is a similar kind of channel. Um, it's another tech channel. Um, he's he basically does like setup videos, tech videos, stuff like that. I tried not to put too much tech in my top five, and these are two of my favorite channels. So because they didn't they because they didn't want to have all tech in my top five, that's why they became sure I honorable mentions. But hey, I watch these guys that. a lot. Cool. That's his setup. Yeah, he just moved into this house. He's like, got a podcast too. He, uh, he does not have a podcast. Oh. He just moved into his new house like in the last two months or whatever. So he's been doing all these videos of his new house and everything. Oh, cool. Um, but he's very likable. He he's really what he's best for is like if you are looking to get a new keyboard, mouse, uh, peripherals for like a computer and stuff. He does really good reviews of all kinds of stuff. Um, he's very insightful. He looks like the kind of guy I would like to be friends. He's with. really he seems very likable. That his um, logo, by the way, is tight. It's fucking fuck. badass. He's got one of the best logos I've seen anybody have. I was like, just admiring it. Yeah, like, it's really fucking cool. Like if you the look, RFP. Yeah, if you look down here in the if you for those who are watching the video, it's a it's a very basic logo. One He's color got logo that, on that light up on the wall. It's uh, that lit up. Yeah, oh, okay. but you can't see, see it because it's out of focus. Um, you can see it on his when I went to his channel. Yeah, like, um, RFP. It's an RF in the ne- they use the negative space to make the F, and then yeah. the P goes around the. F. That, that is, is tight badass. as fuck. Yes. Props to whoever designed that because that is like as good as it fucking gets for a logo. But he is he's super cool. I really like him. Okay, cool. I really enjoy his content. That's dope. All right. Um, I don't have any honorable mentions, so we'll that'll be quick. Cool. Um, I, I honestly had a hard time picking five because I really don't watch a lot of like just YouTube content. I don't I just don't. Um, when I do, I almost watch it exclusively. I don't watch like TV at all <laughs> yeah. anymore. I, I almost watch never YouTube. watch. Oh, when I do watch TV, it's usually Netflix. But um, that's me too. Some of the shit, and and I made it a point not to put anything that I put on my um, podcast list. So I do watch like Your Mom's House and Kill Tony. That'd probably be my honorable mention if we want to talk about that. I never watch Joe Rogan's videos because there's nothing really to watch. But at least Your Mom's House, they play like YouTube videos that you can watch. And um, what was the other one I just mentioned? Kill Tony. Kill Tony. Yeah, you can actually watch the comedians and shit. Which is well, funny. I I do watch like a lot of like uh, the herd and um, undisputed and like sports shows. Okay, like FS1, like yeah. a lot of their shows. They have a lot of like I really like Shannon Sharp. I like a lot of those guys, so I watch a lot of their stuff on YouTube. But okay. um, those are like TV shows. I just watch them on YouTube. I got you. Um, my number five. I'll go ahead and start. Will be because I love this man, <laughs> Team Coco. Never heard of it. Team Coco, Conan O'Brien. Um, oh, yeah, that's my guy. Um, that's my guy. And it, this is why I was. Okay. I've never heard Team Coco ever before. Yeah, that's like he's had like a since he moved to TBS, which he's been there for like ten fucking years now. But they've he's they've done a really good job of like giving Conan an awesome like online presence. Right. Like whoever does his marketing and social media is doing a great job because cool. they chop up like every similar to what you do for our show. They chop up like his whole show into like bite sized chunks and posted on the team Coco um, uh, page and not to mention like classic Conan clips. Like they have like a playlist of all the shit he does with like Jordan Schlansky, which I don't know if you know who that is. He's this really weird guy that works for Conan that is so hilariously like, like Conan makes fun of him, but that guy has no sense of humor. So it's super funny. Right. Um, 
But anyways, uh, I love I love Conan, but I don't really get a chance to sit and watch a show. And when I do watch him, it's usually in bite-sized chunks on his channel. And I'm so glad they do it like this. Like I watch like Stephen Colbert like that too. Like, yeah, it's I great. Watch, like his prologue, like his little monologue monologue that mm -hmm. he does every episode i watch that on like facebook every week yeah that's what's up so, like i don't ever watch the show um another thing i'll mention uh last thing about conan um he stopped doing his regular tbs show about two months ago because he's rebooting it with a new format um okay. which is actually debuting today like tonight oh, okay at, uh, at 11 it's he's moving to a half hour format and from my understanding the new show is going to be it, like just essentially like kind of like how we do our show just like a three three segments like it's going to be like a remote segment where he goes out and about does something one interview and maybe like a very short monologue um but i uh, i'm looking forward to it i think it sounds cool i'm just sad that they're not going to have his band anymore which i think was a great um addition to his show i'm sure but anyways check it out it comes on tonight um on tbs can we can we pause this for one second and just acknowledge the fact that jack black has started a youtube channel sure did yeah. you see that i i heard about it i haven't watched it yet he basically started a youtube channel i think it's going to be about gaming oh cool and he like he in his like debut video he was like yeah i'm coming for you pewdiepie <laughs> and like cool. Jablinski game. Yeah, that's what it is. That's it. <laughs> and like within like a couple days, he was like already like at a million followers. Wow. It was just like unbelievable subscribers. And it was like unbelievable. Like now watch that Jablinski that hello Jack Black is here. 29 <laughs> seconds long. This shit is comedy, bro. Oh shit. That's part of volume one. It's me, Jack Black. This is my new YouTube <laughs> channel, Jablinski. It's gonna be bigger than Ninja. It's gonna be bigger <laughs> than PewDiePie. So what's Jablin Jablin? Watch. It's PewDiePie! <laughs> like what is he doing? Oh shit! He's in PewDiePie's chair too. That's so funny. Oh, Jack Black's great. I love that man. Like I'm, I'm in on that. Whatever he's doing, I'm, I'm gonna. I haven't subscribed yet, but I, Scott says it's pretty funny. Jablinski. I'll definitely peep that out. Um, all right. So is that on your list? No, I just okay. wanted. To, I, I just thought about that right now. I was like, we should acknowledge this. All right. My number five was Conan. Oh, and he just started a new podcast called Conan O'Brien Needs a Friend, where it's just him and one other famous person. He's had like Will Ferrell on, Dax Shepard. Uh, I think he had uh, some other people. Anyways, I haven't listened to it yet, but it's supposed to be good. All right. So my number five is going to be Tech Source. Okay. Tech Source is a tech show. It's that's uh, Ed. He is the guy that does tech source. He has this whole thing. It's mostly computer stuff, but he okay. does other tech stuff too. Um, but he he has like a thing where he does, um, it's called Setup Wars. And he looks at people's setups for gaming and everything, or computers and everything. And he grades them and he like, he tells them how to improve it and gives them suggestions. And then people vote and um, you can like win money doing it. And then if he really likes it, and he's pretty conservative with it. But when he really likes it, he'll award you like a plaque that says Tech Source Award or whatever. And he'll send you $100 and a Tech Source t-shirt or whatever. Oh, cool. But he just he does all kinds of like really cool stuff. I just really like him. I like his content. So more tech stuff. Okay. Um, he is PC heavy, but does more than PC. He goes over like lighting and all kinds of stuff. Okay. I've never heard of him. Yeah, he's cool. I like him. I mean, his videos look super crisp. I his like videos it. are badass. He also has a Ferrari. Oh, nice. This guy only has 1.9 million followers. Yeah, he... There's one video, like... Only? You can, find, you can find his videos where he got his Ferrari in it, but he basically said, like, he has some investments outside of YouTube. That's where he made mm. a lot of his money. All right. That's what's up. Um, okay. 
my number four. Ooh, this is a good one. Uh, my number four is Lucid Creek Creations. Let's see if I can pull it up. <laughs> there they are. Um, what only, is this? They only have 24 subscribers. Um, <laughs> this is a... Uh, 24 subscribers. This made your top five. Bro. Yes. Hell yeah. This is Lucid Creek Creations. This is actually the reason I, I, I'm putting it out there. This is Derek's channel. Okay. Um, he released a short film that's 15 minutes long called The Man with the Plastic Putter that stars uh, himself and um, this dude named Mark. There's Derek right there. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, he, he puts, they just put out weird, wacky shit. Like every now and then, like uh, they don't release a lot of videos, but when he does, it's every video. Like I just can't stop watching it. Um, like for example, like a few months ago, they released this video right here, where it's just them jamming. Like Mark does like freestyling, and um, this is all freestyling shit. Mark's like pretty talented as a freestyler. He's just one of those guys that like has never really put it to good use, right? You know, but. Anyways, look, they're just like sitting here chilling. <laughs> this is really odd, bro. <laughs> look, but like, uh, yeah, Derek borrowed, he like uh, asked me if he could borrow my green screen. And I, like, I, I let him borrow it. And this is they, two days later, they released this. <laughs> it was awesome. I love it. But, I mean, if you like watching some like, just, I mean, it's just cool shit. Fun, having fun, you know? Um, yeah, check them out. Lucid Creek Creations. I highly recommend it. Man, man with the plastic putter. That's Der straight out of Derek's mind. It's his uh, short film he made with Mark. It's it's really cool. We got to make a short film someday. That would be cool. We should. All right. Um, what's your number four? My number four is going to be Where's Barry. This is going to be a big shocker to you, bro. I love this channel. And it is all about Resident Evil. <laughs> okay. Now, I had another channel that I used to follow. It's called uh, Residents of Evil. And they did Resident Evil content. Mm -hmm. And that's how I found Where's Barry. Um, I really did not like the guys that did Residents of Evil. I did not find them likable. Okay. I didn't like them at all. Um, I only watched it because it was constant Resident Evil content. Once I found Where's Barry, I think he's, he's definitely kind of dorky. He's way more likable to me, though. Okay. So I definitely prefer this guy. Uh, but he has like all the hottest Resident Evil news all the time. He's tight. I like him. So he's, it's mainly like a news thing. Or does he actually like. No, it's Resident Evil. It's just all. I mean, all yeah, obviously Evil. news, Resident, Resident Evil news. <laughs> right? Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. Um, Sounds cool. He, he like. I'm guessing his real name's Barry. But um, <laughs> it's a play off of Barry from Resident Evil. Ah. Yeah. Cute. But I like him. All right, um, I I don't have much to say about him, man. That I mean, obviously, cool. I love Resident Evil, so you know, like if you love Resident Evil, he has twenty seven thousand subscribers. Yeah, that's pretty it's legit. Good, it's a good YouTube channel if you like that. That's what's up. He looks like a cool guy. Yeah, he doesn't like. I mean, his setup's not super elaborate. He's just doing his thing, and nah, people like it. Like I said, he's real likable. <laughs> that's what's up. All right, let's see my my number three. I don't think anyone will be shocked about this. It's a little channel called Howdy Inc. Oh, spoiler alert. <laughs> uh, so Howdy Inc. hosts a multitude of shows and uh, content. They have uh, that is where they, it is home of the unknown podcast. It is home of Howdy Radio, the next generation. It is home of the Howdy Show. 
It is home of Ninja Land. You said you weren't going to use anything that was from our last list, and Unknown Podcast was... This was not on my list. Well, it wasn't on my list either. It was my honorable mention. They got disqualified for being our buddies. Did they get disqualified? I don't yeah, recall I that. I disqualified them. Oh, you can't disqualify them when you have Iconoclash as your no, favorite I, podcast. I covered that. I said, <laughs> we're not, we're not disqu- disqualified from anything ever. <laughs> well, I wanted to put them in. There is legitimately one of my favorite YouTube channels. I watch all their videos. I don't like them at all. Well, fuck you. Let's man. clash. If you, dude, if you <laughs> say another bad word about how to yank. Nah, never that. So help me God. Never that. Mm-hmm. Just kidding. Um, yeah, check him out, man. Like Brandon's been my great buddy for a long time, and he's the creator of Howdy Inc. Um, he's always got some cool shit going on. If you've never heard of Unknown Pod, check him out. If you've never watched any Howdy shows, check him out. It's just wacky fun. I mean, just like Derek's shit is wacky fun for him. Howdy Inc. is this wacky begs fun the question: Is there a Todd's Toys YouTube yet? I think he does have a. I think YouTube. it was just Facebook, wasn't it? No, Maybe I'm, it's YouTube now. I don't know. I'm pretty sure he had oh, Toddies. <laughs> Todd's toys let's see i'm pretty sure he did yeah oh he does okay he has 14 subscribers i, I wish he would have kept up with them i, I like Todd's. i toys. wish he would come back with it i thought it was hilarious yeah i know chris just uh or excuse me uh well yeah chris Todd. the creator of todd's toys uh, has told me or he he just he likes bouncing from shit man he 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 doesn't really... He can't stay focused long enough. Yeah. When he does stick to something, it's great. He he can do... Everything he does, he does it great. But then he just kind of... It falls off and he moves on to something else super funny and like creative. Right. And you know, he, he has a multitude of ideas. Just he needs to keep... Uh, stick with some he shit. He needs to pick one and run it out. Yeah. I think yeah. I think he could really make some cool shit happen if he sticks with something like that. I but, dig it. Um, is that on your list? No. Should have I didn't know that that was a YouTube channel. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, our homeboys. Lucid Creek. Howdy, Inc. Todd's Toys, check boom, them all boom, out. Boom, boom, All right, man, what's next? All what's right. your number two or three? My number three is going to be Bitwit, which we covered. He was on your vaguely. podcast. He wasn't. The Awesome Hardware was on the podcast, and he's one of the two guys on Awesome Hardware. Mm, that's but, a loophole. Um, well, no, like, <laughs> only half of the podcast is on his channel once a week. Like, okay. the rest of his channel is, it's a PC stuff. I got you. Um, this is my favorite guy for, like, PC tech. Um, he does some other tech, but he's like 95% PC everything. Okay. Um, so like when I'm looking for something on PCs, he's my go-to. Um, like I said, I think he's one of the most likable guys, but, um, he does like really cool stuff. Like the, he has this bitwit or nitwit, which I think I described last week where he does trivia to like win PCs and stuff with people in public. And, um, there's his wife. They do the, um, the thing where they play the counter strike yeah, and they sh- hit each other with <laughs> cards and stuff. He's just super cool. Like I, I think I probably like his channel for him more than I like it for the PC stuff. I got you. Seems but, like a cool, like you want to be his friend. Yeah, I do want to be his friend. <laughs> I mean, him being Asian helps too. Sure. Like there's a lot of Asian humor on there. He does has like a character. His name's Kyle and he has another character. His name Lyle and it's his like dorky cousin but it's him <laughs> dressed up and he does a horribly offensive Asian accent which is okay because he's Asian and then <laughs> like he says all kinds of crazy shit as Lyle and it's it's fucking cool. That sounds funny. Yeah. I've never checked him out even after all the times you've talked about I him. really like him. Alright man my number two is gonna be the first we feast channel I don't know much about their channel but I have to pick it just cause Hot Ones is like one of my favorite YouTube I love shows. Hot Ones. Hot Ones is great. I love it. I need to watch more of them. I haven't watched them all, but every one I've watched, I've enjoyed. If you don't know what Hot Ones is, they... You haven't been watching our show. Yeah, you haven't been watching our show, number one, but usually if he has a famous person on, they go through eating 
hot wings in varying degrees of hotness. And he asked them questions during the process. So here's all the hot wings. You can see or hot wing sauces there. But it's pretty cool. This one, he has Terry Crews. But he's had fucking all kinds of people on Post Malone and uh, uh, Larry, Coyote Peterson. Coyote Peterson. Michael Sarah. Joe Budden. Yeah. Look, Johnny Knoxville. He's had cool people. He's got everybody. Neil deGrasse Tyson was on here, for Christ's sake. Everybody. All right. Good choice. That's my number two. Bro, we had like Whoops. Joker CD pieces on the green screen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, swiping them off. <laughs> All right, uh, man. Um, what's your number two? Did you already say my number two is going to be? Uh, I know this is like more of a website than a YouTube channel, but it's Hip Hop DX. Okay, that's how I stay hip to all the current hip hop news. And they also had me on there to do a Hip Hop DX rooftop freestyle. So of course, you know, I love them. Sure, that's cool. Um, but yeah, Hip Hop DX. And if you look on their Hip Hop DX freestyle rooftop freestyle uh, playlist. You can find me yes. rapping on the rooftop of the headquarters of Hip Hop DX in L.A. in yes, Hollywood. Can. Um, I was intrigued by this one one that's on here. It says, this was just posted 20 hours ago. It says, Suge Knight's son says he has Tupac back in the studio. That's but, where I pulled that from. But you said Suge Knight, I thought. Oh, maybe I didn't read it clear enough. <laughs> maybe that was my mistake. Yeah. I don't know. But either way, yes. Um, that's ridiculous, though. By the way, what's Erica Badu wearing his wacky hat for? Because she's Erica Badu. Okay, guys, so get this. No. Yo, so check this out. Every single time that they have these little clips of news, mm -hmm. there's always somebody and they always go, hey, yo, check this. So, yo, guys, check this, yo. <laughs> and every single one of them, bro. If you click six of them, it would do it on every right, single see. one. Okay, guys, so get this. Fans who there's another dude that does them. Chicago concert were hey, yo, so get this. So, Hold on, let me go back and do another one. At the beginning of all of them, bro. It's unbelievable. All right, so this just happened. Look, so. <laughs> okay, so check this out, guys. After. You know, I remember. Oh, that one did. You got to listen to the dude doing it. Because he's every time. All right, look, so. <laughs> all right, look, so. I hear some. All right, yo. Check this, so. All of them. Man, he's got a bunch of videos of this guy. Who is this guy? Looks like a know. skinny, fat Joe. I don't know. He battled the moral technique. And says, all right, so this just happened. Look, so. <laughs> I'm telling you, bro. All of them. Okay, guys. So get this. <laughs> all right. So this just happened. Look. So. <laughs> that was a different video. Hold on. Wait. All right. So this just happened. Look. So. Future Meek Mill, and this is R. Kelly. I so this just happened. Look so <laughs> every single one of them. I drives so me nuts. just happened. Look so it, it kind of annoys me when I'm watching them. Like every single time it starts that, and I'm like, oh my god, bro, get a new line. Like let's, let's pick one more at random. Hold on. Okay, guys. So check this out. All right, that was the check. Yeah, oh, right, we already checked that happened. one. Hold on. All right, so this just happened. Look, so. <laughs> that's so retarded. Every What's wrong time, with that guy? All right, so this just happened. Look, so the same shit every time. That's so weird. Oh, yeah. okay. Anyways, right. that's your number two. Yeah, that's my number <laughs> We're two. sitting here like shitting on. All right, none. Uh, no, nah, that's just. I mean, that's just it's like all a good little fun. insignificant thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We're, ha we're having fun. Yeah. All right, your number two. All right, that brings us to my number one. I've probably watched this YouTuber more than any oops, more than any other YouTuber out there. Is it me on Iconic Lounge? Nope, it's not. Brave Wilderness. Oh, of course. You got you already know. 
fucking Coyote Peterson's channel. That shit's super heavy. God damn it, I love me some Brave Wilderness. I could watch, literally watch this shit I just saw all this one day. of them petting the shark, and I was too scared to watch it. Dude, like, there was the one... I didn't, I didn't watch it. I just saw the, the screen cap, and I was like, oh, no. I didn't watch this one, but there's another... Don't wake the shark. There's another one where Coyote goes... They all go swimming with sharks, and this one really comes right at Coyote. He has to, like, fucking hit it, and it goes, like... It goes to chomp at him, and he has to hit it. I, I watch that shit with, like, sweating palms. Yeah, fuck all that shit. Bro. Yeah, but I love this channel. I mean, I don't know how anyone could watch any of these videos. Pick one. Just pick one. You'll like it. You'll like it. I mean, it's fucking great. It is. It's great for the whole family. My kids request it. I watch it by myself. I really, really love... Uh, I didn't know that I love nature videos so much until Coyote Peterson it's because came you don't on. like them so much. It's because you like Coyote Peterson. That is probably more it. But I will tell you, after I've watching- watched all kinds of nature shit, and I never <laughs> felt like that about anything else. Like it, he's likable. Yeah, for sure. And I really like. Um, I I mean, I've seen uh, Blue Planet and uh, Planet Earth and shit. Don't get me wrong, I love that shit too. That's really tight. But there's nothing like what Coyote Peterson's doing. He's he's just so good at what he does. He is really like. I mean, you could say that Steve Irwin did it just as good or better, but um, I mean, Coyote, I think, is the next uh, trailblazer for that genre. I mean, if I you ask me, better. I can't wait till he has his Animal Planet show, and I have no idea when it comes on or anything. But man, I'm looking forward to it. I just hope it's he. From what I wa- I've read and seen, I watched a video where he was talking about the Animal Planet show. He said that they're letting him do it his way with his crew. Like just pretty much probably giving him a lot more funding, which I think I mean, is I would imagine great. he's see he's got 13 million subscribers. Yeah. Almost 14 million. So when you've got that many subscribers, you're making a lot of fucking money off of YouTube. A lot, a lot of fucking. Oh, money. yeah. Like stupid amounts of fucking money. And if he's making that much money off YouTube, he doesn't need to go to Animal Planet. No, he doesn't. Animal Planet needs to let him do things. That he he has every right there. He has every ability to say, I'm just not going to do it. Yeah. Fuck you. He's I'm already making do- plenty of money. Yep. Doing what he wants, making plenty of money. Millions, um, like millions of dollars he's making. I know that Mario, the, his one cameraman, is like an actual biologist, by the way. And that's one reason why his show is good. And then the other guy, um, Mark, is the other cameraman. I've learned that. Um, he's like a legitimate like director, like a photography, you know what I mean? He's like a real right. life cameraman. So I think they have like a perfect storm of with coyote being like such a avid nature lover. You got the biologist and a showman and a showman. He's a, he's very charismatic and likable. And then you got uh, Mark who obviously knows his shit. Like all three of them together like, are, are doing something team. great, you yeah. know? And I, I really love it. Well, I mean, that's why like, like animal plan doesn't have any leverage over him. Absolutely not. They're not offering him anything he needs. They need him more than he needs them. Yeah. So, yeah, he's going to make a show how he wants. (laughs) (laughs) All right, man. Um, Let's do it then. What is your number one? Linus Tech Tips. Oh, yeah. So on our podcast thing, we chose the WAN show. Yeah. Linus is like the main host of the WAN show. Okay. He's a nerdy white guy. Yeah. But, um. The reason this is my number one, there's another tech channel, but the reason this is my number one and um, above the others is because it's a monster it is a monster bash. No, um, he does a lot of PC stuff, but he does all kinds of real wild stuff. Okay. Like he does real like this is the Walmart gaming PCs. He like bought a bunch of those and was like showing what was wrong with them and mm. why they're shitty deals and all kinds of shit. Uh, but he does all kinds of wild other tech stuff okay where he like 
I told you about him building the supercomputer where it's like eight gamers on one PC yeah. and um, like battery. He built a battery that he put in like his child's like little car. Okay. So it would go super fast and like he just does all this real wild stuff. So it's like it's a lot more than just PC. There's a lot of different stuff here. He goes over phones and it seems uh, really cool for some, especially for somebody maybe who's not super techie. Like, well, he's like, he's really super scientific. So he'll break down like, okay. like things that I would have no All business understanding. To do he'll make it so I can it. understand it. I got you. Um, he's, he's really, he's kind of like us in a sense that he doesn't like ever head nod anybody. He's very honest. He'll tear products apart from companies he has good relationships with. Oh, really? Yeah, like he's very honest. He's very uh, reputable. Okay, I dig it. Um, and he has really, really good explanations and reasons for why he thinks the things that he does. He does a good job breaking it down to the audience. Um, but he can offer you all kinds of like scientific stuff that you wouldn't otherwise be interested in. He can make you like it. Okay. And he's super dorky, bro. Yeah, it looks like it. <laughs> no, he looks like a cool dude. Whoa, that's pretty fancy. Yeah, they go over all kinds of wild shit. Like he's just got like a hologram on the back. He had of it. one Look video where he built a whole uh, computer desk setup out of only Amazon Basics products. Oh, okay. So like cheap, shitty products. <laughs> That's pretty cool. Um, he just did one where he bought like this shitty monitor off of AliExpress and they went through and just, is it worth it? And like the logo is spray painted on. <laughs> it has speaker grills, but no speakers in them. It's just for aesthetic appearance, even oh. though it says they're supposed to be speakers, like all kinds of shit. Let's see his most popular video. I don't know what his most popular video this is. This has 10 million views. Arctic Hobby Land Rider 503 RC. Fire truck unboxing. I don't even know what this is. I've never seen this, but look. this is wild, bro. Like this, this is a good example of what I'm saying. Like he does all kinds of crazy shit. All right, so he gets a, a, a hobby like fire truck, and this is this video is eight years old at this point almost. He gets this hobby fire truck, and looks like he's like doing a review of it. But I don't know why this particular video has no 10 idea. million views. That's kind of crazy, huh? Weird. That's an odd choice i mean literally like, the next closest one is 8.2 16k all those monitors yeah that's pretty crazy god damn that's cool like just wild shit they do bro. all right that's pretty neat i'll have to check that out i'll yeah. subscribe here all right. i think that's what you'll really like because it's almost like coyote peterson in that like you don't really have to be at a tech like he'll make you like it because it's so scientific and he's fun and he makes yeah. it interesting and they're always cracking jokes and they're like there's this little Asian dude that works for him, this little Chinese dude, and they're like always ripping on him. Okay. It's very, it's very cool. Yeah, that sounds dope. Cool, man. All right. Yeah. Well, that's it for our top five. Linus Tech Tips. That is our top five YouTube channels. Very dope. Um, if you can't tell, I like tech. Yeah. Um, you do you do like tech a lot, and you watch a lot more tech. I, I don't watch any tech shit. I, I read shit on Reddit, like random threads and stuff, but I don't ever watch any videos on anything as far as I that goes. i got a piece of the Joker CD on my watch. <laughs> Man, I'll be finding Joker remnants for weeks. <laughs> um, I'll be tidying it all up. Fuck them. Um, speaking of tidying up, did you watch any tidying up after last week? No, I did talk to my mom about it. She said she already watches it. Oh, really? Because yeah. <laughs> cool. I... Oh, so... Okay, we didn't talk about this earlier, but... um. I've been helping my mom. My mom's got like in her basement, she's got, I don't know, a hundred thousand dollars worth of craft shit, like some obnoxious amount of shit. And she's all into crafting. Um, but her oh, by fucking way, room was a nightmare. Can your mom make us some iconoclast stickers, vinyl stickers? I mean, I could ask her. The problem with that is every time I ask her to make me something, it comes out like the mugs where it's like, yeah, 
Really? She can't. I mean, because I made like vinyl stickers for myself, and I don't even know how to use a cricket. I can ask her. We can see what she can produce, but we'll. we'll I, I don't know how great it'll be. <laughs> okay. Nevertheless, um, she's been tidying up. She yeah, was, but her room inspired. has been a fucking nightmare. Okay. And so I went down there and I was like, look, dude, like you need to get your life together. Like this is a mess. Like let's fix this. And okay. so I took her out. We got her a computer monitor. She got a new monitor, which she fucking loves. And I got her old monitor, which is a piece of shit. But now I at least have a second monitor for when I'm streaming. I can yeah. use that. Um, but like I help her get all this stuff together. And then I went and I, I redid my room because I had this new monitor. I had no place to put it. And I had to like revamp everything um to make it all fit and work and so i did that but my mom at one point i had to explain to her because she has all this shit in there she doesn't want to get rid of anything and i'm like look does it spark joy mom i need you to hold it i need you to look at it (laughs) does it spark joy nice no get rid of it all right so she's but she had already been watching the show too right yeah she she knew so that's probably why she was like into it though right you think that maybe inspired her i mean my mom see like the thing is like i love tech right my mom loves tech but she's not tech savvy at all yeah sure like she loves the iphone because she thinks it's so amazing and i'm like it's not really that (laughs) techie though like you know what I'm saying? Like she, she like, she likes to get all the new gadgets and stuff, but then she wants me to show her how to use them. And right. Like she has an, uh, Amazon Alexa and I'm constantly showing her like, you know, that this can do that and this can do that. She, I don't know. <laughs> so you guys, did you, uh, tidy up her? Basement? Yeah, I have actually pictures. So you're not gonna be able to show them on the, uh, yeah, like there. before and after. Yeah, I do. Cool. Um, but I, it's pretty funny. What's funny is, um, th- I mean, this is the reason I wanted to, I was okay with, before the show, he's like, I mean, I don't have a lot to talk about. We we did clean all weekend. I was like, yeah, we can talk about that because yeah, that's it. literally all I did all weekend too. Saturday and Sunday. I'm not kidding you from the time I went up, woke up to the time I went to sleep, cleaning kids' bedrooms. I mean, you got to get your life in order. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like we, so tidying up did inspire my family. That's all we did all I fucking can't sit weekend. Around in a mess. I can't sit around in a mess. Like it'll drive yeah. me fucking crazy. I might be able to do it for like a day, but like I can't get much longer. So this is my mom's. Um, oh, she's gonna be pissed. You show this is her. Pop. This is her room before we touched anything. This is what she had going on. Oh yeah, it's, she's got a lot of shit can in there. Can we show it on here? Let's see, see if you can. can. Yeah. Don't put it super close. You'd be all right. You can see in the video. It's a lot of shit in there. It won't focus. Um, all right. She just has like look at her desk and how it's just yeah. covered in shit. She's got shit everywhere. All right. So this is after I was done, Ooh, and she's since like moved some more furniture around. So this isn't super current, but this is where I got her at after we took a trip to Micro Center. Put it in landscape. That might make it a little bit bigger. Yeah. So this is after I took her to Micro Center and got her a little in shape here. Oh fuck yeah! And she's enjoying the space now, right? It's a lot, but yeah. Show the show the camera. Yeah, look at his mom there, kicking it at her desk with all her crafts neatly organized. Well, I mean, I got her. I gave her some of my stuff too. Like, did I y'all gave her t- a USB? Did you splitter. toss out a bunch of shit, or mostly just organized? I made her it? toss out a bunch of shit. She's got like, I gave her a little phone holder to put her phone on. Some things, you know what I'm saying? I rewired everything. That's awesome. Um, yeah, like I said, I helped her pick out her monitor. She, she didn't even like, wasn't even considering a monitor. I sold her on a monitor. I should work at fucking Micro Center. Yeah, no shit. But um, I was like, you're using this monitor that's like, it's smaller than yours. Really. It was like this little tiny fucking monitor. Piece of shit. Piece of shit. I was like, you need, like, she's trying to do all this different stuff. And I'm like, your monitor is a piece of shit, man. I'm like, you're, like, spend $100. Like, you yeah, can get cheap. It. It, it's not expensive. I'm like, go spend $100 and you'll get a really nice monitor. It's a lot better. My mom doesn't need super crazy color accuracy and high refresh rates sure. and response times. So she can get one for her needs really cheap. 
That's and of saying. course she did, and she's much happier. She thinks it's great. She likes that she can turn it into vertical mode. Oh, that's like cool. All kind of stuff, yeah. I wonder if that would help with any of her craft shit. I don't know. She just likes it. I don't know. Look, I'm not. Uh, Tara would kick my ass if I showed it on the uh, pod. But real quick, <laughs> that was Kennedy's room prior. That's picture one. My oh god! Literally, it's just a pile of toys oh, all god. over the place. And then that that's was what it. My kids' rooms. Oh, like. that was still prior. Yeah, that's a better picture. There it is after. Oh, that's way better. So yeah, we did the same thing, yeah. man. Um, I've done that with my kids like once or twice, and after I saw how long that lasted, I just stopped doing it. Yep. Believe Which me, you I guys know. can sit in a mess. It's your problem. That's why we told them like. This time around, like, it wasn't a matter of just cleaning the shit up. We made them get rid of a lot of shit. I legitimately have, I'm not kidding, no less than 20 trash bags full of trash and donate in my garage right now. Yeah, fuck all of that. Bro. I know. Like, you just, you don't realize how much you accumulate and, like, it just overwhelms you after a while. You're just like, this is almost hoarder status. Let's fucking fix it. That's all my parents, they were hoarders. <laughs> My I, dad did not like that at all. He tried to refuse. Like, no, if you had a house, like, no, 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 no. I mean, everybody is to an extent. I think like you, you, you want to like, keep shit, but you just got to think about it. Like, I don't keep all kinds of shit that I'll never use again, though. Yeah, they keep all kinds of shit they'll never use again. I mean, some shit's practical. Like, it's not practical to go out and buy something again that you might use again. So, I understand in that case keeping something. But for example, like all the shit I have around here, I really could give a fuck less if most of it went away it's just space filler you know what i mean i don't have any personal connection to a lot of this stuff but like my parents are desperate for space they can't find space yeah that's like you need to get rid of some of this junk everything has to have one thing i've been you know trying to drill in the kid's head especially after watching marie Kondo, is everything has to have a place to live if it doesn't have a place to live it you can't have it like right it's it really is that simple right find a spot for it to live if you can find a spot for it to live then you can keep it but it's not practical if, if it literally doesn't have anywhere to go why in the flying fuck do you need it or would you need it i would love a big giant cardboard stand-up of lebron james but guess what i don't have a place to put it yeah same <laughs> i would love that too i would love a big cardboard cutout stand-up of you yeah that'd be cool you know we should get cardboard stand-ups and we should do a whole episode where we set them here and then we actually use the mics over there so they can't see us and it just looks like our cardboard stand-ups are doing it. <laughs> that I, would be cool. I would be cool. We could just do that with the green screen, bro. Yeah. <laughs> we can just play it's an old not as neat. We could just play an old episode. Or I can make it look like we I can make it look I can make it look like we're cardboard cutouts. So let's Photoshop it. <laughs> That's not as cool though. <laughs> um whatever. Um well, let's yeah. wrap it up, man. All right, we um, can wrap it up. I will say that I think today I am going to, I don't, we're not going to live stream it, but be on the lookout for some new special secret, not secret, but special content from me. Um, I am starting a new YouTube show with my buddy, Derek, not with the Joker. Go ahead. Um, saying. Me and Derek are starting a new show about comics. I think I've mentioned it, but we're actually making it happen. Um, be on the lookout for that. I'll be ho- we'll be hopefully recording that today. That's the plan. Cool. Um, I'll get it all edited up. It's going to be different than this. It's going to be a shorter format, not weekly, and uh, just strictly about comics. So if you like comics, you know, look out for it. It's called boom, boom, boom. We're calling it Variant Two. Variant Two. Comic book guys. Comic book guys. Um, so check that out. Listen to the Unknown Pod. Um, and you know what? I just found this, too. Oh, you found another one? <laughs> I don't know where it came from, man. Another Joker CD, believe it or not, made its way into my hand. There's, there's all kinds of them, bro. What are you going to do about that? <laughs> this is the confirmation collection. Oh, look. This one's not even signed. 
why in the flying fuck would anyone want this? Especially if it's not signed. And you know what? Look, this one's like a CDR too. Ain't that some shit? Can I just like like scratch it up? Yeah. Do you think I was debating? Do you think I should just use it as a coaster or should we destroy it? Huh? Should I replace my coaster or destroy it? What do you think? I wouldn't want to look at his fucking name. You're right. Oh God. For that reason. It's in my coffee. I'm done with you. I'm done with you. All right. Oh, uh, boy. Oh, boy. YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Iconoclash.net. Peep us out. It's, it's in baby.com. Unknownpod.com. Variant 2. Check it out. Jokersucks.com. <laughs> uh, thanks for watching, guys. We'll Cali Zona next- Love Tour. Cali Zona yes. Love Tour. Check that shit out. And be on the lookout for more cool stuff from us coming soon. All right. Wait. Peace out. Hey everyone, thanks for listening and or watching our show. Yeah, boy. Visit Iconoclash.net. Make sure you like us and subscribe and uh, retweet us and all that stuff. Comment. Yeah, and start donating to our Patreon. We need some new shows in our Yeah. All right, see ya.